Exploding Heads Horror Podcast. This is episode 21. And my name is Dave Z. And I'm here with my co-hosts. Over here, we have Sick Boy, also known as um, Rookie of the Year. Also known as Joke a Minute. Also known as Count Orlick. He is... The beloved Brandon. What's up? What's up? Also Not known as Glory Hole number five. <laughs> Ooh. Number five. I love so, this visual stuff. We're looking at each other tonight, except for Brandon, who suddenly, oh, oh. I don't know if he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's blowing fucking Black yeah. Phillip. Yeah. <laughs> Black Phillip and I recently had sex in an elevator. It was wrong on so many levels. <laughs> Next time, take pictures, please. Okay. Will do. Um, and we also have the Canadian, the French Canadian extremist, Mr. Ice Crepuccino, the one, the only Christian Luciano. Yo, yo, yo. I love how it's Luciano now, eh? Fucking guys. I blame Jason for that, eh? Yes. Yeah. Where's an O at the, la- at the end of my name? There's not one O in my yeah. name. Christian Luciano. I'm like, yeah, lucky, oh. lucky, lucky Luciano. <laughs> lucky right? Luciano. <laughs> well, check it out, Christian. I figured it out. Yeah, I think that that was karma. I and I'll tell you why, because of you and your whole Rindoni thing. <laughs> Am I true. right? Yeah, it's true. There you go. He was very you forgiving know. of that. Eh? He didn't even make a big deal about that at all. No. Yeah, he's no. a good guy. He is a good guy, Rindone. So, yeah. So, you know, that's it. Uh, Crepuccino. Right, right on. Rat-a-tat-tat. Rat-a-tat-tat. Digging it. Digging Thank it. Thank you. Yeah. Coming up with a sequel to that, I think. Is it going to be called? Rat-a-tat-a-tat-a-tat-a-tooey. You fucked up again, you asshole. Going to kick your ass. Kick your ass. Ooh, baby. Hey, baby. And ladies and gentlemen. It's like, what the it took three minutes to get into a Friday the 13th take a drink reference <laughs> um, how about Rendon I want to bring up Rendon because um, bring him up. I think well besides the other reason but he did say that we should cover altered states in session 9 and I think I like, the, I like that idea so you guys think we should do those down the road yeah man why not no <laughs> oh. I tried, Rendon. I did. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> okay. Altered States, Session 9. It's going to happen. We don't know how, but <gasps> I know how. Altered States is going to gonna come up later on in, so- in something I want to discuss in 
you guys will see when we get to a session nine we don't need a reason because it's, it's awesome and it, it's now out on, now out on blue so but yeah i'm a bluetuber i admit it that's okay <laughs> fucking bluetuber <laughs> okay listen tonight our our main event review is don't breathe and let me say this was voted on on the group page and on twitter we put it out there i personally wanted to do 31 uh, or, or maybe Blair Witch or something. I didn't know about... I wanted to do Neon Demon. Ne- mm. I Neon did Demon, yeah. We all yeah. wanted to do Neon Demon. Yes, we fucking listeners. Which Way to shit we the love. bed. Yeah. We love you. Yeah, yeah we love them. But we're going to do Don't Breathe. And if people want it, so they're going to get it. Um, Don't breathe. I know what you're saying. <laughs> so please stop explaining. Don't tell me, because it hurts, Black Phillip. <laughs> here's a listen check it out yeah. i figured something out when i was trying to figure out the movies to cover and 31 was one of them i've been watching a lot of 2016 movies a, a real lot and there's a movie called baskin okay yeah turkish i'm gonna get to it later when we talk about our 2016 watches uh but i noticed something and this is a complete complete missed opportunity not just by us but by every horror podcast out there, and no one has thought of it. And as usual, I have a great idea, and nothing's going to come of it. And can so, anyone is guess? Is another podcast? You want to do five podcasts? Oh. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to do five. I barely want to do four. Yeah. Believe me. Um, <laughs> you hear that, Matt? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the easiest one. Because I'm you just sit down and watch a movie. We come back for com- it doesn't get any easier than commentaries. Uh, I hear you. I hear. Hey, welcome to Dave Z's new show, Exploding Banana Bones. Yeah. Ooh. It's a the ABCs, the okay. ABCs of exploding banana bones. <laughs> With a special uh, guest shout out, and Dave Z and Dave Z and Dave Z. It's three uh, of personalities. <laughs> yeah, three of us. Oh, shit. That would be a first. What was your idea? Sorry, we just totally. Buddy, <laughs> I'm, I don't give a fuck. It's fine. Um, my this is a missed opportunity. There's two movies that came out, 2016 movies. They're both in the horror genre. One is called 31. The other is called Baskin. Do you see what I'm getting at? Yeah. Baskin Robbins, 31 flavors. The ice cream show. Yes. Yeah. Don't you think that's brilliant? An ice cream show. They could call it. It's a Baskin. And we, do, and we do ice cream man. And Ice Cream Man. I'm the Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man, Baskin 31. We now, had, when did you think of this? Because we could have done it for this show. Yeah, way to go. Well, we don't do new and new. And 31 wasn't voted. True. Thanks, listeners. <laughs> if they would have voted 31, I would have said, let's do 31 in Baskin and call it the Ice Cream Show. We can have the music playing in the background. To bring us in, you know? Yeah. You need me to, you need me to hum again? <laughs> no. You're not. Are you are you humming or blowing? He was moving his head. The visual. The visual on that. See, we got to put this out with the visuals. That's why I got it. I'm recording the rest of the show like this. No, we need to see you. Ladies we can't listen. talk about visuals because then we're going to get lost. Right. I wish this was recorded. I might just record it with my phone. Oh. 
You should have. Oh my gosh, I'm sweating already. I'm watching you guys give fake blowjobs and I'm sweating. I don't know what that says about me. Uh, oh. uh, um, so yeah, that's uh, it was a missed opportunity. Sorry, we already did 31 the day after it came out uh, on the Skeleton Crew show. So at the, I got to plug that. Me and Alex and JP. So oh, I got to plug was... the usually number one show. <laughs> it's fine to plug. I'm teasing you. Yeah, hey. we're, we're, we're a fluke, right, Dave? <laughs> Listen, I just say that to make them feel better. Yeah, that's true. I'm a man of the people, you know? Well, I'm enjoying the show, though, because you guys are doing Phantasm. Well, not that I don't enjoy it, but I love Phantasm movies, so... I'm, I'm enjoying it now that you're doing Phantasm. Yeah. Okay. Did you I guys never, listen to part two? I never enjoyed it before. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that, Alex? That was Brandon, by the way. Yes, it was. We have a lot... This is going to be a jam-packed jam-packed show straight up we have a lot to cover we're going to try we're, we're setting the alarm we're sticking with that gimmick so we have the alarm set at two hours and after two hours the alarm goes off and then we're going to do a 30 minute review of don't breathe hope you guys like the two hour banter we'll see let me pimp let me pimp while i got a second as long as we're talking about the other show oh, it's pimp time it is pimp time. Oh, yes. cool. Oh, we're pimping other shows. I can't wait. I got some shows to pimp. Okay, we're pimping our shit, their shit. We're, we're just, we're just going to do a quick pimp. First, I'm going to mention Horrorphilia.com because I never mention it. And I didn't realize that that many people actually listen to our show going on the computer. I've been doing the downloads for so long with my iTunes. I never think that people are sitting down going on to Horrorphilia.com and playing the show. But apparently... A lot, a lot of people do that, and if you're not doing it and you're in a position where you can't listen another way, go on the website because all the shows are there. Yeah. So, what is horrorphilia.com? Ah, uh-huh. <laughs> just kidding. Even this guy doesn't know about it. Sorry, Mr. Lloyd. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let, let's say uh, I mentioned a lot of shows last time, and I did not mention that my buddy podcast came back. At least I don't think I did because he put one out, Jason. And it was Bloody Bits for a while. He was just doing the weekly thing he does. And now My Buddy Podcast is back. He did the first show with uh, with Nudie. And uh, they did that together. And uh, he's going to do some more. He doesn't know whose co-host is going to be or he might alternate them. But listen to that show. I also want to say, uh, to continue on with the pimping, to listen to uh, there's a few shows I mentioned, but I forgot to mention a few. So I want to get them out there quick. I, I want to definitely say... That you have to listen to uh, to Cinema Psyops. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. you got to listen uh, to those guys. So, they're very entertaining. Uh, they're on my list here. I don't know how I skipped them last time. I Either way, listen to them. Uh, Didn't you tell us it was intentional after the show? <laughs> You're like, fuck these guys? Shh. I didn't no, I, I feel bad because I remember you were actually feeling horrible. You're like, oh my god, I forgot these guys. Thank you. So. Thanks for- I'll Thanks give him. I'll throw it out there, just so that you know that's the legit thing. I'm trying to be not nice. The, not the story I remember. <laughs> I think with the visuals here, I'm being a lot more nice, nicer court, than usual. <laughs> court, believe what you want to believe. That's all I'm going to say. But <laughs> listen to that show. Uh, I, I, I want to give a quick shout out to the Horror Corridor. Oh, yes, two episodes. Oh, this guy's done. Mr. Watson is the fucking man, dude. Right? Yeah. Holy shit. Not just because of the, the clickety-clackety and the top of the mobs <laughs> shout-outs. Not because it's just that. No, he could we have said he hated us, and yeah. I still would have been like, wow, this guy's good. You guys have probably not heard of Alan Cross. Alan Cross, you you probably have your version of him down in the States, but he does like the history of new music. 
And it's like a well-researched show that will take you through like, you know, the onset of uh, alternative, like Pearl Jam and, and Nirvana, which was actually tonight. Uh, I was listening to it cool. doing dance runs for the girls tonight. He reminds me of Alan Cross, but from a horror standpoint, like it's so well articulated and researched and and presented it's funny when jason lloyd introduced the show he says this guy might be too intelligent for the network (laughs) (laughs) and and i i knew where he's going with it because i i was like wow man i wish i was that focused in my in my thought process because i'm just all over the place i know that because i edit these fucking things and i i'm like (laughs) When I, I go off on a tangent sometimes, I'm like, well, I didn't even make a point there. <laughs> even when you don't go off on tangents, you usually never make a point. It's just it's just constant dribble. Yeah. <laughs> but Mr. Watson, man. Whew, Mr. Watson. That's, that's an intelligent guy. Listen. Dave, what do you think? We get a, get a new sock and send it over to Mr. Watson? Yeah. <laughs> a new sock. So he can edit. He can edit. So I... <laughs> You can edit. Well, you can guess that. I'll, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I, I he's think very knowledgeable. Seems to seems to have his uh, finger on the pulse of everything pop culture. Listen, he's got it. Uh, he's uh, the very. I'll tell you something, Alex, my buddy, Alex Edwards from the Skeleton Crew. You know, he's the one that got me started in all this, and I always credit him with that. And I remember this when I first when we first did our first episode of Banana Laser. He, you know, I couldn't wait to show it to him and. He listened to it. One of the first things he said was, dude, I'll tell you one thing. You are better than me when I first started. You know, it took me time to get good at this. You seem to have something natural off the bat and everything else. And you, you were definitely better than I was when I just first started. And I go, wow, that's the ultimate compliment. Mm-hmm. But now, I, I mean, what I have, I have to say the same thing about Mr. Watson here. He's eons better than me when I started. He's excellent as a host. He's excellent at what he does, and it's hard to believe that this is his that he's just begun. I mean, you could listen to that show not knowing it's episode one or two if he didn't say it, and you'd be like, okay, yeah, this guy's been doing it. Maybe he's been involved in radio for a while, whatever. It sounds like a broadcasting career or something like that. Like he's that good. Yeah, the shows that well produced. And I wasn't sure of a one person podcast to be honest. And I'm not going in, going in. I'm like, I don't know, and. Within two minutes, I'm like, nope, this is going to, well, he lucked out. I lucked out because I had two long drives uh, going uh, going around this week. I was able to listen to both podcasts while driving for work-related wow. stuff, and it was it was great. So it was a great week for podcast wow. listening, that's for sure. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, yeah, we, we want to throw that out there. Uh, great job. Keep, keep it up, and yeah, uh, hopefully anyone that's listening, check it out. It's on the Horrorphilia Network. So... The whole corridor. Check them out. Uh, I want to mention Kill the Cast because that is a new show. And another new show that they hit the ground running as well. And they've just gotten better at each show. And it, it's a good listen. They have good sense of the humor. It's uh, not, a, not a very long runtime. It's a good show. So check out Kill the Cast. And the girls in the back row who I mentioned uh, when I was talking before on all our shows, they gave us a shout-out, and it was kind of an interesting story because I just listened to their last show, and um, who said it? I think it was Kate. I hope it, no, maybe it was Tab. Either way, one of the girls said... You have a 50-50 shot here. <laughs> I'm that, was, with- that was the other podcast I was going to give a shout-out to. Really? You, yeah. Oh, you listened? 
I I heard. Well, I saw that you posted that they gave us a shout out, and then I actually went back and started listening from the beginning, and I like yeah. the show a lot. Okay. Well, I, I, for the record, I'm going to say it's Tab. I hope I'm right. Either way, uh, she said that uh, she was about. She had just started listening to our show, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, they got a wind of us on Twitter because they posted on their Twitter, and they Spam. listen. <laughs> yeah, I spam. That's what I do. I, I, I have to constantly be on the fucking ball and I'll get into that later because if I don't who else is going to do it and there's I don't two of you else is going to be on the Twitter <laughs> I have to do it I have to keep working to spread the show but uh, she said I just started listening to the show and as I'm listening to it uh, Dave Z's is giving a list of the, the podcast that he listens to and we were the first one he mentioned and I was like holy shit that's so weird because I just went to listen and I was going to give them a shout and then sure enough you know, he gave us a shout. So they shouted back, and I'm shouting back at them. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. And guys, check them out. So Yeah, this is what it's all about. Yeah. It's like a commu- the community thing. It's not a competition. At the no. end of the day, it's about, uh, you know, getting that message out there. And if you do it well, then, yeah, you should be known for it. And there's, uh, de- there's definitely a lot of ways to do these shows. We all talk about the same stuff. We just do it differently. True. We have to rely on each other. To, to pimp for each other. We have to do this because we are a third or fourth tier show. And I'm going to get to that in a minute. I have a, a, a whole uh, a state of horror podcast thing. That, see, I, I'm trying my, my uh, I'm taking my turn at uh, Mr. Watson. I'm going to come out and, and, and come up with something, uh, a theory and something that I want to talk about. Is that I, your dissertation on horror? Yes. I saw you use the word dissertation. I'm like, oh shit, Dave Z knows the word dissertation. Well, the thesaurus app came in handy. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know if it's if it's even a dissertation. I, maybe I would call now it just a, words about horror that an, I want to talk about. An, an elucidation. How's that? I don't even know if that's a real word. Yes, yes, it is a word. That's what this would be. It's an elucidation on the state of horror podcast. It's not even a dissertation. I don't do drugs. See, See, I'm smart. See, I can be smart, too, like Mr. Watson. I can do it. (laughs) I'm smart, ma. (laughs) I'm smart, ma. What do you mean, ma? (laughs) So, yeah, uh, Trick or Treat Radio. Let's talk about this quick. We, um, I'm even going to play samples. I got this whole thing laid out. These guys are Trick or Treat Radio. Um, Actually, I'll I'll go back. Here's how it started. Um, Dread Central released a thing, uh, the Top Ten Horror Podcast, you should be listening to. And let me say, outside of the, the, all the podcasts I've said, I'm not going to mention any other horror podcast by name the rest of the show. Okay? So it, it's better that way. But, you know, this is what happened. Dread Central listed 10 podcast horror podcasts you should be listening to. And I looked at it, and it was a lot of the typical stuff I see, what I like to call first-tier podcasts. And then there was another one on there that was an independent one. And I was happy to see that one. And I actually mentioned something on their Twitter. I said, hey, it's kind of interesting because you guys have the best, uh, my favorite podcast on this list here. You are my favorite one, you know, compared to all these guys. And they were probably surprised they were on it, too. So I did I did say that. Uh, I didn't get a response back or a like or a thank you, but <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did what I did. Well, so, then fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> I put up this thing about Dread Central's list. And I said, it's a shame none of our shows were there. It's usually... The, and I wasn't taking a shot at anybody. I wasn't trying to take anybody down a notch. I was just trying to say, wouldn't it be nice if more independent shows like ours 
you know, got a little more recognition because these these shows kind of already have it. And I'm going to get more into that. So we had a little conversation going. Uh, different people were weighing in on the Facebook about it. The Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> on the and, Twitter and the Facebook. <laughs> it's blowing up. It is blowing up. <laughs> and um, who was it now? Oh, shit. I think it was Trick. No, no. It was Jesse. <laughs> oh, so it was, it was Trick. <laughs> Might have been or Thank you. It, it, it was Jesse. It was Jesse Smith from Trick or Treat Radio, and he weighed in on it. And he says, "Hey, he saw everybody having this, you know, a conversation." And he explains it on the thing, so I don't even have to say much about it. But he said, "Hey, check it out. We're gonna have a podcast about this. You know, about people listing their favorite shows. We're gonna talk about the shows we listen to. Here's your chance." So me, of course, I spread it around our pages. I did something. I said, "Hey, if anybody wants to say anything about any podcasts." Not, not even necessarily ours. I probably did say, hey, if you want to help us out, go ahead. But I said, you have something to say, put it on the show. They're going to be reading off podcasts. So Trick or Treat Radio had a good idea. What I'm going to do is I had everybody listen to it after I listened to it. Right? You guys all listened? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. To the whole show. To the whole show. They do a long long show, too, which is... I only listen to the parts about me. <laughs> well... <laughs> They're time-stamped. They're time-stamped. I'm only going to play the parts about you right now. So <laughs> there you have it. So check it out. This is uh, We had some representation. And uh, let me just play a piece, a, a couple pieces uh, from that so you guys can hear what I'm getting at. But this is Trick or Treat Radio, episode 214. This is the first representation we got. Before you get to the top five, Dynamo, let me read some emails. This is a quick one. So this is from someone named Switch... Well, it came from Switchblade Kiss is the name of the person who sent it. And it says, I'm going to be completely upfront and throw my own podcast into the ring. See? So, hey, that's cool. We are very new, but our Phantasm podcast was a lot of fun to do. Nick, do not listen. Phantasm is in... Phantasm. Yes, yes. Yeah, dude. The podcast is Kill the Cast. Looks like you can go to killthecast.podbean.com. And we are also on iTunes and Stitcher. As for my favorites, I have recently really gotten into Exploding Heads podcast. Woohoo! Cool. Thanks. Thanks for writing in. Appreciate it. I need to check that one out. Yeah. So check out uh, Kill the Cast on iTunes and Stitcher. You know, just some new options for people out there if you want to check out some other stuff. You know. Okay. So that was our first representation. That's our, our friend Jerry. Uh, Kill the Cast. So I sent was... him his payment through PayPal today. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you get a blowjob through PayPal? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, age. now. <laughs> Hold on, here's a little more. Now. Uh, your podcast, you want to <laughs> try to network. Uh, uh, let me do one more email here. This is. We got 13 in this one here. This is from Ronald Bland. Nice. says, hey, what's up, Deadites? I haven't emailed before, but I thought I would weigh in on my top 13 podcast. Thank you, man. Cool idea, by the way, and keep up the good work. Thank you. Number 13, Kruger Nation Horror Podcast. What the heck? Number 12, My Bloody Podcast. Yo. Number 11, TGI Friday the 13th. What? Number 10, Girls Will Be Ghouls. Love them. Number 9, The Horror Bowl Podcast. Nice. There's another one. Yeah. Number 8, Trick or Treat Radio, of course. Thanks, buddy. Hey. <laughs> hey, top 10. I'll take it. Number 7, Shockwave slash Killer POV. Nice. Uh, number 6. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, well, I have, you know what? I have you can't. Listen. They don't have enough episodes. Right. 
<laughs> Number six, the ABCs of Hidden Horror. Wow. Number five, the Horror Cast. Awesome. Number four, nice. 22 Shots of Moods and Horror Podcast. I love the Horror Cast. Number three, Banana Laser Podcast. <laughs> Number I love two, how they never believe. Crew show. Right. I was 90%. This is it. I was 50% sure he made up 90% of these <laughs> until I got to the Banana Laser Podcast. <laughs> now I am 100% sure he made up 50% of these. All right, number one, another one, uh, another person selecting the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast is number one. Oh, Check nice. this shit out. I'm, I'm interested. Wow. Yeah. To be fair, and, and this is oh. nothing, you know, like nothing... This shouldn't prevent you from checking it out, but I did post specifically on one of the hosts of the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast in a thread that he had started because uh, I guess uh, Dread Central listed their top podcast, and there was a lot of discussion going on about how a lot of the shows on there shouldn't be on there, or um, some of the shows haven't put out consent like episodes in a long time and still managed to get on there, and they also put their own podcast on there, so. People were kind of dubious of 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 their you know their list, so I basically let everyone know on on Dave Z's uh, thread that we were doing this. So that a lot of people who are exploding head um, podcast fans wrote into us, which is totally fine, and I love that they have such a such a. Uh, I think I just picked my nose on camera. <laughs> Let's review that camera. Uh, also, just to follow up. On this email from Ronald, he says, The two best episodes I ever heard are the Skeleton Crew episode 36, the Halloween Awards, and Banana Laser episode 50, Bananiversary Special. <laughs> <laughs> Not real. Not real, he says. They both Not... feature the best production and material I've ever heard I'm on a podcast, look, including the mainstream real. shows. Thanks, guys. Love the show for your chemistry, fun, and dig on the wrestling talk when it comes up. Keep up the good work and check out the shows if you haven't yet. Ron. And, and, and. Big kudos for coming up with the word bananaversary. <laughs> that's, that's outstanding. <laughs> so there you have it. By the way, that was me who came up with bananaversary. Of course Thank it was you. you. Okay, yeah, it, it was me. But this is what's weird. That that's gonna I'm going to get into it later. That's the state of affairs that all these podcasts, these guys who listen to a ton of horror podcasts because they talk about them throughout the whole show, never heard of these fucking shows. Our yeah. show, right? And we people had to represent for us just to get a smidgen of notice. Maybe, maybe, but some mainstream. I don't know. I consider this a tier two show, and I'm going to get into that. But that's what I'm saying about we have to spread our word for ourselves because they didn't even believe that these shows existed. So yeah, um, that's, that's crazy, especially since Banana Laser and Skelly Drew have been out for years now. And uh, yeah, we're we're coming up to our first banana anniversary. <laughs> <laughs> what are we gonna uh, call? Explodiversary, yeah. Explodiversary, yeah. Well, we'll come up with a better name. Okay, all right. Hold on, then then we continue here. Oh, actually, let me do one or two more, and then we'll get back to your list, there, Dynamo. Uh, next up, we have this is from someone named Jamie, and Jamie gives us a couple here. Podcast under the stairs. Right on. Exploding heads. There you go. Once again. Mm -hmm. Post mortem radio. Ah. And podcast on haunted hill. Look at that, huh? Nice. Familiar with any of those dynamo? No, they have to get on Stitcher. I think. Are you guys? <laughs> We're on Stitcher. We're on Stitcher, Dynamo. All these shows are on Stitcher, Dynamo. <laughs> Is that Dynamo from the Running Man? <laughs> <laughs> 
Dynamo! <laughs> Sorry. It might be. No, hey, listen, man. I, I need you to interject because I'm fast-forwarding to the, to the next part. So <laughs> say what you got to say, but I mean... I'm interested to hear your talk about this because I really don't know how the, you know, the so-called tiers of podcasting works. Yep, I'm, I'm Being I'm new almost, to it. Like I, like, I don't know. Like, I listen to what you tell me to, and obviously I check out all the people who are on, uh, who are on uh, Horophilia. But uh, other than that, if you don't tell me about a show, I, I don't know. I don't know what's, what's considered big, what's not. Well, it's just going to be one man's opinion. So it's just my opinion, but I think I have an idea on it because I've tried you, so many podcasts, you know. And yeah, I, absolutely. I, I get out there, you know. I, I search, I hear things, I'm, you know, and I'm, because I'm always pimping, uh, you know, I need to know what to do. But hold on, here's uh, you got two more things, and check this out. Not any Aaron we know. No, not DRA. No, not DRA. Uh, Aaron says, thought I'd drop a line to show my support for the first show that got me into podcasts. I'd never listened to podcasts before, horror or otherwise, but the Skeleton Crew, another Skeleton Crew, instantly got me hooked with their great balance of humor, discussion, and vast knowledge of all avenues of horror. Me too. I listen to them a lot while I work, and it really helps me get through some tough days, and I can switch off from the crap and feel connected to other passionate horror fans. That's what it's all about, though, right, cool. guys? Right. right uh, they introduced me to so many great horror films that I never would have known about if not for them, and give, given me a fresh perspective on films I thought were, were irredeemable. I highly recommend checking them out. They are up to 120 shows now and continue to show their passion and give their time and energy without expecting anything in return from their listeners. And he, he gave the URL. It's a little long, so I'm not going to read the whole thing. But I you expect can just something just in return. Money would be nice. Now on this yeah. podcast within the horophilia <laughs> umbrella that I'll show my love for. What I've said about the Skeleton Crew can be said for these other shows, and I always look forward to their content and have such an amazing time listening. High-quality entertainment. Banana Laser. Yeah. There it is again. Come on, yep. Come on. And Exploding Heads Horror Podcast again. Mm. If you have yet to listen to all these podcasts, then I think you should start making your way through their great catalog of shows. Thanks, Alex, Dave, Jamie, Dan, Matt, Christian, and Brandon for all the years you've dedicated your free time and energy to horror podcasting. Oh, man. So it seems like the Horrorphilia boys have got a pretty big following. You're now, welcome. Which is pretty great. Yeah, I love it. I'm getting teary, and I'm not bullshit. Like, it, it's, it's cool to hear. Now, it, it is. Now, who was it who wrote in that he it really helps him get through the days at work and he could shut off his mind at work? Is he's not a doctor, is he? <laughs> <laughs> surgeon. Oh, oh, yeah, surgeon. A lot, lot more people are dying, but man, am I happy. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. If he's one of our listeners, I'm gonna venture now, my to phone say. Go? <laughs> I'm venture to say he's not a surgeon. He's not a surgeon. <laughs> Maybe he listens to Watson. This is Maybe. very highbrow comedy. Below the lowbrow. Low is another level. <laughs> yeah, what what are we again? The what do you call the shallow the, end? The, the shallow end. I, I don't know why, but all week I've been thinking the bottom end, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> only about, you, only you would think of it as the bottom end of horror. Thinking about Black Phillip. That's what he's doing. Clickety clackety. I didn't see. I could see him all in like leather. Clickety clackety, and then chasing like Black Phillip around his room. <laughs> <laughs> clicking his heels. I don't know why you're clicking your heels, but for whatever reason, that's part of it too. <laughs> clicking his heels. What is he? The freaking wicked witch of the west? <laughs> or, or in his mind, he's like, "There's no place I call." <laughs> uh, speaking of clickety clackety, do you guys see that that thing got taken down? That Rick Roll thing that was on YouTube with the with the clickety clackety over and over again. Really? Yeah. Gone. But check it out. Exploding heads. Because of us, it lives forever because it's on show nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> 
So it'll always be clickety-clickety-clickety-clickety-clickety-clickety. Until we get turned until they take us off. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get us next. We're, we're not popular enough. They're gonna, we're going to get whacked. But here, this sums it up. Here's one more. And then uh, I'll get into, into my uh, my little discussion. Hold up. Not late, too late in getting this to you for the episode. You might well be recording right now. But I wanted to weigh in on my favorite horror podcast. Favorite horror podcast. Horror movie podcast. The Exploding Heads Horror Podcast. There it is again. Dark Discussions. Nice. You mentioned Dynamo, number 13. Yep. The Horror Cast. Good nice. Oh, there the, you go. Uh, my Bloody Podcast. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't know which one of those I listen to. Exploding uh, Heads. I listen to Horror Cast or Horror Movie Podcast. Oh. <laughs> oh. And the last one he said was My Bloody Podcast. I've He's, never heard of that one, but that's two. He says, my favorite podcast personalities, Jay of the Dead, Dr. Shock, and Wolfman Josh of Horror Movie Podcast are three of the most knowledgeable, respectable hosts I can think of. Nice. Josh. I don't think anyone's going to use respectable for us. Not anymore. Dave Z, Christian, and Brandon of the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast are probably the funniest podcasters on the planet. I really mean that. Laugh out loud like a fool constantly while listening to the podcast. Quick, say something funny, Brandon. Mark Ito, Walshie, Revenant Vin, and Horror Gal Susan of the Horror Cast are four of my new favorites. Love them. Theirs right. is a new podcast, but it's an instant classic. Very pleasant hosts with a tons of knowledge under their respective belts. Phil Perron, who, who's our boy Philip. Oh, yeah, I love Philip. Uh, Mike Darwin, Eric Webster, yeah, and Spinney of Dark Discussions are such a good concoction of humor, knowledge, and personality. I love these hosts. So smart. Lastly, anything Jason Lloyd of Horrorphilia does is amazing. He's pretty much the man. Aww. Yes. Well, there you go. Thanks, D. Thanks for... All right. Jason Lloyd gets a shout-out. Yes, he does. I hope he listened. I told him. I, I said, <laughs> every one of us get mentioned. Because every one of us got mentioned. I was in the group text. I was talking about us. I was talking to, you know, to, to, to Alex and Jamie and Matt and Jason. All of us. I said, listen, everybody gets a mention. Listen to this shit. Check it out. That's cool. So You know what was new to me? And I listened to that. I never heard that TGIF shout out before. I didn't even know that was until you just replayed it there. Wow. <laughs> it kind of destroyed the credibility of this whole segment. <laughs> That's, I mean, I was like. <laughs> I set myself up. And if you didn't take it in the ass again, they would have been like. <laughs> in the ass. Yeah. I would have been disappointed. <laughs> I want to know who that dude is because I think they said his name was Ronnie or Ronald or something. And he, I don't know any Ron, but he, he's aware of all of us, all of it's, our shows. So maybe he's just. I'll go back want yeah, when I go to edit and I'll, I'll look into it. And obviously, he's got to be linked up to us through Facebook or Twitter. Send sure. us your home address <laughs> if you're yeah. listening. Ron, if you're listening. And pictures of you naked, please. <laughs> <laughs> to Brandon's home address. <laughs> Yes, just yes, to, to, to my Twitter, to the Twitter, to your Twitter, to my Twitterverse. <laughs> oh, how's uh, Doctor Lipschitz? Yeah, I was just wondering, Doctor <laughs> I was gonna bring up Doctor Lipschitz later on. Well, if his Lipschitz, I want to see what his asshole does. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. woo. <laughs> Blazer. I don't even know her. <laughs> Uh, I've been waiting. These guys waiting said, if this is when they click into the show, they're like, I thought these guys were supposed to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> How often do I try a crack like that? Hey, it was Come good. On. I like Thanks. See, but I try them. I try them to make them good on the rare occasion. But now, let I me get serious. Okay. <laughs> let me get into this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit some, some facts, some science, some knowledge, and some opinion real quick. 
and it's going to sum up with why we need you, you, the listeners. Okay, Mr. Z. Out. All right. Last count, 2015, there were 60,000 active podcasts. TV and film are accounted for approximately 6,500. Now, that includes everything. TV and film means anybody doing a Walking Dead podcast or a, a thing about any mainstream thing. So that's a lot. So you got to say our kind of thing, you know, that's the, even if it's half of that, 3,000 and some change, then you got to throw in, the, there's a lot of horror fiction shows. If you type in horror podcast, like I Google it, and they come up, more than half of them are horror fiction. People listen to them at night, listen, and they, and they hear stories and shit. And that's great. You know, so there's only so much of us to go around. I, there's probably less than 3,000, 2,000. Who knows? Just horror podcasts that, that are doing reviews, that are doing discussions like we do. Now, I've come up with a comparison, uh, and this is the best way I could, I could do it. I was thinking about wrestling and how there's different wrestling federations and there's one big one. Okay, now I've broken it up into five tiers because that's how it kind of is with wrestling. Since I'm a you know a wrestling fan, obviously you got the big one. You got WWE. High school okay? wrestling. WWE is the biggest. <laughs> high school wrestling is great, but we can't include that. Please, please let us be high school wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> we're better than Sorry. that. We are. We're better than that. Um, nothing against high school wrestling. Um, WWE. Obviously, they're the king. They're the best. They've been around the longest. They are the mainstream. They are top of the pops, top of the mops. All right? That's them. Now, there are some shows that I consider horror podcasts. They are tier one WWE type. You know, these are the type they have a leg, uh, they have a leg up on everybody else for, for one of two reasons. Either, either they have a, a, an amount of fame or exposure because they're already kind of involved, or, or not kind of, they already are involved in the horror genre in, in some way, shape, or form. A lot of them are, they already have websites, they've been around for a while, so they've been operating websites for years. And then some of them, a lot of them are, are writers or authors, or they're involved directly in movie making in, in some capacity. So most of these shows, the people are all in the same studios, they're sitting there together like a radio show, like they would do it, or if it's not one of those shows, these were people that started way back in the day when horror podcasts were a new thing. They were one of the very first horror podcasts, but nobody knew what they were. They're up to like three or four hundred episodes, and because of that, you know, they've been around for years. They started, they have a following. You know, these people, they have very little advertising they have to do with their shows that they have to do themselves. Maybe others advertise for them, especially the, the real mainstream ones. You know, uh, they don't have to do anything for themselves, really. I mean, if they have a Facebook or a Twitter, yeah, I'm, I'm sure they're sharing and, and things like that. But they don't have to go through the motions. They're they're set. They have their audience. They're, they're top level. They're WWE. That's tier one podcast. Top of the fucking mops, okay? <laughs> now, back to wrestling terms. The number two shows. TNA is like the number two wrestling company in, in, the, in the United States, okay? Mm, TNA. Well, love TNA. <laughs> <laughs> TNA or Impact Wrestling now because they're trying to shy away from that. But uh, Yeah, Impact sounds less... Uh, it sounds kind of pornographic itself, actually. Impact, yeah. TNA, well, whatever. <laughs> but TNA, they're the number two promotion in the country, but they get one-tenth of the audience of WWE. So that just goes to show you how high up they are. 
And I feel it's the same way with these podcasts, these mainstream guys that are on the very top. And like I said, I'm not going to bring names into it because I don't want anyone to get the wrong idea. I happen to listen to some of those shows. That's fine. But I'm just saying that that's where that's where they are. Then TNA. Then you have Tier 2, okay? And uh, these, I think that Trick or Treat Radio may be one of those type of shows. I don't know for sure. I talked to the guy. He's cool. I know that they're all in the same room. You know, uh, they record like a radio thing. And they, they have a lot of fun like us. You know, they do it. But... I think these tier two shows, they have a leg up as well of everybody else, just not to the extent of the first tier, of course. But they have help, you know. Uh, they most likely record in the same room together. Uh, and I think that a lot of them have, have some local type of fame, where they're involved in conventions or, or some other type of horror genre-related organizations in the city. So they have some help. I'm well known in my area. I'm on a couple of lists. Really? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the child endangerment list? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not allowed near the schools, you know? Well, you can still use that to your advantage. Next time they take your picture for being a sex offender, get an explicit... I, I was on the news once. See? For pu- for public indecency. You missed your chance. You should have held up a freaking a sign that said exploding heads on it. <laughs> but, but, you know, I think these tier two shows... You know, they have help, too. A lot of them, you hear them talk about they're involved, they're going to, like, if a convention's coming in town, they have a table there, or they have something, or they're, they're, they're playing films, horror movies, and they're part of it. So they have some, this mostly, I think, is in big cities, too. You know, L.A., New York, Chicago, etc. So, you know, I think that they also make friends with each other. You know what I mean? They listen to each other's podcasts, kind of what we do with our people. But, I mean, I think people on this level, they know each other. They talk, they guest on each other's shows, similar to what we do, but they're on a different, a higher tier, okay? So, you follow me so far? Now, does that make sense to you guys? Yeah, no, I know where you're going with it. Okay. In your yeah, long-winded you. sort of way. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm doing the best I can. No, I'm, I'm busting your balls. What, what are we doing I'm here? So, I'm so sorry, I fell asleep. What happened? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Let me try to wrap it up. Now. No, 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 no. Take your sweet time. <laughs> I don't busy working over there. Listen, well, I should have Google horror podcast while we're talking. I don't think now number three really in wrestling <laughs> would be New Japan. New Japan Pro Wrestling, as far as people in the states that watch it, that's probably the number three, okay? In popularity. I don't think there is a number three in podcasts. Because I think we would be it, but we're not that high up. I think the, we're not we're tier four. There is no tier three because that's how that's how big the drop is between Tier two and the next tier. And you're saying so, tier two is like possibly even sponsored, uh, thousands of, of listenership per episode, thousands in the thousands. And as we as we grow, we're still below that threshold, quite a bit below that. So yeah, you're these saying people, that, these people are getting paid at these higher levels. No, no. See, that's where you're probably wrong. Some of them might be making enough money to keep the electricity on at the place that they're doing their, their work. But, but most this, is, of them, this isn't a job, though. It's not a job, but the thing is, they, like the top tier, especially the top tier, because they're already involved in horror or they have websites. A lot of them have websites yeah. okay, that are already popular. So they can advertise on their website to get the ball rolling. And what they do gets their name out there, and then yeah. people in the genre listen you know what I mean? So it, it, it's all benefiting to them because they're networking. They're coming in, they're talking horror for a couple hours in a studio, and they're networking themselves. They're they're getting their things out there, and you know, and that's great. Good for them, you know, of course. But that's the way I look. So number three, I don't even think exists because we're, everything else is that far down. We're number four. We're like um, we're like Ring of Honor or, or Lucha Underground, which is the next type of wrestling. And we're number four 
we're the next tier because we're lucky enough to be on a network. Luckily, we're on Horophilia. Okay? We get assistance from Jason Lloyd. He helps get the word out. You know, he, him especially. Not every network does as, as, as much as he does. But he puts us out there on Stitcher and Google Play and iTunes yeah. and sets everything and gets things, busts his ass to get, you know, the, the website noticed and the, you know, Horophilia noticed and the podcast noticed. So he, he does things for us. So we're not completely on our own. Otherwise, we'd be even one level down. But that's where we're at. <laughs> Good thing I took my antidepressants today. I probably would have hung myself in my closet by now. <laughs> he says it's down in the fifth tier. Well, that's what I'm saying. The next tier would be those those guys. It, it's so hot down here. <laughs> well, listen, we're, 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 thank goodness we have the network. Because below them would be the independent federations. The guys that, that are, are wrestling at freaking uh, uh, the fire station and the bingo hall. Those guys. And that would basically be either regular podcasts without a network, such as what Christian was doing, right, with TGI, TGIF, right? Yeah. He didn't have a network. Guys that are like on Pod, Podbean or WordPress. And they'll get their shows on iTunes and stuff, but they don't have a, they have to do everything literally themselves to get the word out. That, that's what it is. And then there's guys below that and those yeah. guys. That, that's True, just any though. asshole. Any asshole with a mic and recording equipment. Well, yeah, because even Podbean, when you start, they'll let you do it for free. Most of these sites do. And then to get, then, of course, the way that if you if you start developing some sort of listenership, uh, you're going to be taking up more bandwidth and more space. And, of course, then you have to go to the next package. And then they have different tiered packages. Tell yeah. me more about these packages. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're, very, they're very tight. Uh, and, then, and then the next <laughs> level below that are the people who don't even podcast at all. And some of those people actually ranked higher than TGI 13. <laughs> I hate him. <laughs> I hate myself. Mr. Watson, yeah, there, there's an open invitation. <laughs> don't even joke around. I would, I would quit just to let Mr. Watson come on here. <laughs> and we won't stop you. <laughs> Watch out, man. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Ish. But listen, what, the point of this is it was a, a decent coup maybe for us, for us to get heard on Trick or Treat Radio because people that don't know any of our shows, because you heard the, the owner, the owner. You heard one of the guys on the show, never heard of Banana Lasers, thought it was a joke, this and that. We're so far removed from all that stuff. And these guys listen to podcasts. They listen to a lot of tier one and tier two shows, I think, and they I think they did mention horrible, which I like too, and they're an independent like us. They're on Legion, but you know what I'm saying. But they've been around for a while, so they do have a little bit of a leg up. So but how, how does the gap get? How does the bridge get gapped then? The bridge gets gapped by us and people listening to us and our friends having to get the word out because we don't have any assistance. This is something we have to do. That's why we got to beg for iTunes reviews because that helps because iTunes, we get noticed with the more reviews we have. That's why, you know, every day I don't do much on Facebook. I pulled myself off. I, I created this new account, but mostly what I do on this new account is straight up networking. It's only talk discussion in horror podcast groups. I'm on Twitter. I, I got us to almost 2000 now. You know, by making the right friends and talking to people and listening to other shows. and But I, I have to work at this. i got to friend people on Facebook. i got to follow them on Twitter. This takes time. And that's, I don't think everyone is doing what I'm doing. Like, that's on the Horophia Network. I don't think they are. I think that right now, I take about an hour a day to do it. You know, mostly because 
I need to focus on something because I've had a crazy whirlwind year in my personal life. So I'm very much focused on something and two things, losing weight, which I've been doing in this. And transitioning. Yeah, we know. Yes. Trans- <laughs> yeah. Transition. Yeah. Same for the operation. Anyway, That's what- yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm going to rob a bank, dog day afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so, to sum it all up, people listening, spread the word, do what you can, anything you can do, because it's all on us. You know, we're never going to hit the heights of those shows. Uh, we'd like to be a, get up to a tier two if we could, but it's going to require a lot of help. And I think people that are listening should be aware of how this works and how we're just doing this. Because we enjoy it. We have We're a- working really hard to become a shitty podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically what we we're We want to be yeah. tier two. <laughs> Listen. I want to be number two. <laughs> <laughs> we are more entertaining than a lot of those top tier one and tier two shows. That's what bites me in the ass. And I hear people tell me that. They listen to us and like, oh, wow. You know, and, and, and you know, I do try to clean it up and not drop as many F-bombs because I'm trying to, you know... You don't want to turn people off and just sit here and say fuck all day and talk about Brandon's asshole or, or whatever, you know, just all day long. You can't there are worse <laughs> assholes to talk about. Right. I hear so, you. we got to appeal to a broader audience. But we need help. We need help to do it. And I think I just think that people should know about this and people should spread the Horophia network around. And everybody, share yeah. it. Listeners, get out there. Put it on the Facebook. Put it on Twitter. Just when <laughs> things come up with Facebook. I know, asshole. I know. Uh, just help us out. You know, because we want to keep doing this as long as we can. We want to have fun. We want to get noticed. And maybe we're lucky enough to get a tier two. Maybe get some out of it. Who knows? It's up to us, and it's up to you guys. So Wait, I don't want to be in the same room as Christian when we record, though. <laughs> yes, you do. You won't be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look, that, that, that's <laughs> You'll be, in the closet. You'll be in transitioning the closet. right off the show. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Watson. I mean, Mr. Watson, Dave Z, and Christian. <laughs> the new exploded heads. Um, <laughs> <laughs> gentlemen we have a lot of itunes action now we have a lot of reviews so now we're in the 20s so now we're going to have another drawing not now not now not today but we are going to do it so thank you everybody we asked i'm just going to read one because it's funny and uh, i'm going to type it in here exploding heads because we're number one so as you type in exploding we're above the uh, the barrel still yeah so <laughs> Fuck you. We now have, we're going to have a drawing again. I said every time we get 10. Now we're at 25. Guys, five more and we can do another freaking drawing. So, and the, the prize winner, Ashley, already got her first. Uh, it, it's already been mailed to her. She's already thanked us. She put a picture on Twitter. Okay. So things are getting out there. We're not freaking shot to you drop. We put shit out there. Uh, anyway, I want to just read one because I think, yeah, I'll never forget about it. Um, <laughs> this is funny. Uh, Someone called the ear, nose, and throat. Okay. So a 40-year-old simple Italian guy, an Afro-Canadian French extremist, and a cute nasally dude all walk into a bar. It sounds like the start to a bad joke. Oh, but this is no joke. What is it then? I'll tell you. One of the best horror review podcasts on the internet right now. Not only is this podcast quite literally a laugh-out-loud production, but these fellows know their horror and keep you smiling while they're enter- pardon me, while they're educating you. The real appeal of the show is the chemistry between the three top-notch co-hosts and their recurring gags. 
when Bannon isn't cuddling with Black Phillip, <laughs> he's spouting jokes off faster than Dave Z can say, clickety clackety. <laughs> Break out your comet, folks. And if you're fresh out, Christian's got all you need because after after we're done with our daily bleaching, we've got a wonderful podcast to listen to. <laughs> Much love to the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast from the Pacific Northwest. Oh, it's Mr. Watson. I was going to say, is that Mr. Watson? Because he's always talking about how he's coming from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> See, when you look at it at the top, it says um, Franz Maserer as the, um, the, you know, the, the ID on iTunes. But at the very bottom, it says... Yeah, Mr. Watson. Oh, wow, that's cool. Awesome. You know what? I gave him a review too, but it's on Canadian iTunes. (laughs) But I'm being serious. Yeah, he has a review. He has one Canadian review. (laughs) So it'll be here in a few months. It's being sent via Moose. And so does does 22 Shots. So I return the favor, Moods. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) And I'm going to do it too. So yeah, we got to that's something else. We got to do that for each other. We have to freaking rate and review for each other and... That's cool. Uh, now, I wonder, that's going to lead me into something else. Uh, we had some polls that were up there, and I really have to talk about this one because somebody asked what the uh, what their favorite gag on the show was. Isn't that what they said? Or the, the favorite... Oh, sorry. Oh. <laughs> uh, here we go. Fucking things up again. <laughs> yep. As soon as I get into my damn sh- my phone, here we go. Right. Top-notch production. A top-notch production. This is what happens when I try to do something here. Uh, somebody put up a thing. It says, what is your favorite recurring bit on the podcast? They put this in the group page. Guys, join the damn group page. There's all kinds of polls. There's this, there's that. There's all kinds of stuff going on. Get on there. Exploding Head. It's on Facebook. Go. The group page is growing. Yes, it is. It is growing. Yeah. yeah. Which is wonderful. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Now, first place. What is your favorite recurring bit on the podcast? What, what is it? Is it your F-bombs? Clickety-clackety. Oh, it's clickety clackety. I thought it was the F bombs. It's not. It's clickety. No, I'm in third place with the F bombs. Brandon, you are number two. Brandon's puns, wordplay jokes. <laughs> I take it back. I take I it. I don't. Back. <laughs> Christian does not. He still says fuck the jokes. Speaking of jokes. Oh, no, no, no. I love them. I love them. Fuck. Yeah, I know. That's number what it's all four. About, man. Anal bleaching jokes. <laughs> Anal bleaching jokes. Number five, Brandon and Black Phillip. <laughs> I didn't start this, did I? Did I start it? Did I start me and Black Phillip? I don't know. Somebody asked. I think, asked I I think Dave started that somehow. Somehow you got in bed with Black Phillip. I in and around <laughs> the witch episode, obviously. Nobody knows. Nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> number six, Christian's knowledge of cinematography. <laughs> I'm with Jason Lloyd on that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jason Lloyd doesn't like it. He rolls his eyes. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> I'm right there with you, Jason. <laughs> yeah, I bet you are. Right. <laughs> then we have IMDB. Uh, That's my personal favorite because now I can't say that website by initials anymore. See the effect what? I have on people? You gotta go back to me going the internet movie database. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> there it is. I always say IMDB. Why don't you just call it the B like I do now? The, the B. B. The B. It's the B. You know, that's B. it. It's the B. Now that's horror is next. That's one of Fight? my that's still my favorite, I think, too. Now that's horror. Right. <laughs> we got a couple scragglers at the end. Friday the thirteenth, the new blood is my favorite horror movie of nineteen eighty eight. Fucking great. That's my favorite, actually. I stand corrected. The new Brandon. That's your new nickname. The new Brandon. <laughs> the new Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually my nickname for the football pool I joined, the New Blood. 
That's there's me. A, there's a call out to that in uh, TJF, <laughs> the newest one about Jason <laughs> Lives. Because I've talked to Vince, I'm like, this guy that I do the show with, Brandon. And then we, I can't even, of course, every time I start talking about it, I lose my fucking <laughs> shit. <laughs> because he, and he can't believe it. Vince is like, what? He thinks he thinks it's the best movie of the year? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to listen. Oh, shit. Oh, oh God. That's great. Then we have uh, Christian apologizing. <laughs> Got have I done it yet today? I was supposed to take that challenge on this episode. Well, you I haven't forget. done it, so the challenge is officially on. Perfect. Because I've been talking so much, so you just haven't had enough opportunity, enough airtime. You're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> to the <laughs> listeners, <laughs> they're getting sick of my ass, right? <laughs> no, the listeners are like, "Thank you." <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I don't know. I don't know. I, I hope I'm not that. boring. No, no, no. You're fine. <laughs> Plus, I already know what I'm editing out. <laughs> oh no, no. Keep it going. No, warts and all. Come on. Um, two more things at the very end: reviving Clay on pop, on pop culture. Yes, although we haven't yeah. talked about Clay recently, but. I wedged him in. I wedged him in that one episode with Waco. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See, you keep him coming. And then, of course, Top Notch. Top Notch slash Top of the Mops. I think it's hand in hand. Yeah. Or Dick and Hand, if you're talking about Brandon. <laughs> or, or Dick and... Yeah, Dick and like Mouth. mouth. <laughs> oh. or, uh, if this was recorded, <laughs> you would never right? want to do that again. <laughs> oh. Goes down smooth every time. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should move on to our emails and voicemails because there is a lot. Holy crap, really? Oh. Everybody wants free movies. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks. <laughs> no, I mean that seriously. Thank you. Thanks for your generosity. Hey. You know? So, um. Oh, I'm, not, I'm not paying for it. No, well, <laughs> I know I'm not. Don't look at me, you know? <laughs> but yeah, the phone lines are jammed up over here. You know, we got we got stuff going on. Thank you, everybody. I'm gonna try to keep, do this in order. Oh, you know what? Before we do that, we have to. I think we owe it to uh, to Derek B to answer his question before we do anything, because it is a cliffhanger. So everybody's getting nervous now. They're like, oh shit, what's the question? What what it is? Um, you guys remember the question? I yep. do. I even wrote my answer down. Okay, so the question was. Um, we had to come up with a slasher, right? A slasher movie and a killer, yeah. a mask, uh, a cast, and uh, a signature killer, a signature weapon, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, Brandon, go ahead. You, you, you see, right. you got it. There's a few things in mine that are, it's not really, mine's not really about the mask, and I didn't come up with a cast, but, uh... What the hell? So you didn't answer the question no. at all? <laughs> no. He's going to talk about Listen to this and tell Shut me this does not cast. have a great setting... And great kills. Well, if you don't steal my setting, go Okay. Ahead. The name of the film is either called Death Press or Killer Lunk. Lunk? Killer Lunk. What's you know, like Lunk Alert from the gyms, from the Planet Fitness commercials. Oh. It's, it's set in, an, in, a, um, in a gym or athletic club, and it's about a bodybuilder who's training wearing an altitude mask. You ever see those altitude masks? They make you look like Bane almost. They deprive you of oxygen while you're training. It's that's supposed to increase cool, your lung capacity. <laughs> so that's the mask. And okay. basically the setup of the movie is he gets a bad steroid injection and goes on a violent roid rage massacre. It's nice and simple. I like it, man. It's simple, but the setting in the club, his weapon is every piece of gym equipment he can get his hands on. First of all, the cover art is him doing bench press 
and instead of weights on the side, there's severed heads on the side. Ooh, beautiful. Right? Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. So you should just some... use his bare hands to do everything. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, he's a monster. You got to get like a Nathan Jones type. Yeah. Like like somebody 6'11", massive, and it might even work with somebody like him because he's in his 40s, so he's older. So he he might might be like, okay, I gotta stay ahead with the, with these younger kids competing. So I'm gonna try this new steroid, and and some of the kills that I came up with, like a weight plate discus decapitation, <laughs> wow, a like treadmill that. face melt. Ooh, push push his head into the, uh, head the belt. Into the belt while the treadmill's up at like 15, 16 miles an hour. The face is just melting off. That's actually my signature kill. Awesome. Barbell javelin. I see that your dish. <laughs> the barbell awesome. javelin kill yeah. will be in there, and I also thought they could take it to the different settings, like the pool setting, because I would love to see a diving board. Not a diving board. Let me say a, um, yeah, a diving board, but a platform, not a springboard. A platform diving board power bomb. Wow. Where you just hear just a body just crunch, and just the main kill. The first kill is just. A massacre scene before you get down to the main group of antagonists who are going to be three friends, two boys, one girl, who are on a trial membership. They're real skinny and lanky and nerdy. They're on their trial membership there. They had a one-week trial pass, so that'll be the little bit of humor that's thrown in there. And they have to outsmart and outwit and defeat this roided-out monster. Very like good. a new like, high-tech gym, too. Like, oh, high-tech security and, like, everything's modernized. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And, and the lights go out, like, uh, yeah. so they get stuck in there or something. The power goes out. Very like cool. You, you right? redeemed yourself by making it a kick-ass everything. Yeah, no, well, I was thinking, I was like, okay, who would, who would I cast in this? Obviously, you got to get a lot of beautiful women. So it would be like, and it has to be, like, women who are fit and stuff. So it would be, like, you know, probably, like, WWE divas and stuff like that. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Thanks. Just, just massive killings, just a a gore fest for somebody who's not even a gore fan. <laughs> and some tits, for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Very Ma- good. Male tits is what I'm talking about. Like I, I think we're all on the same page. Oh hell, hell like yeah! Mo- uh, every man with no shirt on. A motorboating kill. <laughs> a motorboating kill. <laughs> Takes to someone's head on a six pack. It's like a cheese grater. <laughs> <laughs> just rubs his face up. <laughs> oh. That'll be the uh, that'll be the dessert kill. <laughs> I always wanted this because I'm always looking around at the gym, and I work at a small gym, so we don't have a you know a ton of stuff. But I'm always looking around with what what could I use to kill somebody with? <laughs> <laughs> in case, just in case, just in case. That's but awesome. uh, yeah, That's awesome. I love that setting. Very I know good. Yeah. No, I think you did a great job, uh, Christian. What do you got? All right. Well, I kind of cannibalized an old idea, but I, I have two different titles. If you don't like me, let me go with my old title, which is called director's cut. Oh, and it was going to be the definitive version of the idea that I always wanted to do, which is about, uh, an eccentric, uh, like, you know, millionaire type. He's done a ton of horror films, almost like a Roger Corman style producer. He's, he's gotten kind of off the deep end. No one knows what's become of him. He's sort of become a legend, and, uh, in, in, but almost like a mystery. He lives on a, his own secluded island, of course, and he invites everybody there for which turns out to be his new horror film. So it's kind of like a, a found footage snuff film. And, mm-hmm. and uh, the weapon of choice, it was going to be uh, 
an executioner of sort of a modernized executioner outfit uh, with a huge battle axe as like the main weapon. And the signature death was right out of that student film I did, which is um, even though, you know, you have flashlights and whatever, of course, this one's going to have one of those uh, candelabras uh, with the, you know, multi candles on it. And she has to go down, you know, to try to, she's trying to find her boyfriend and they're all lit, of course. And she's going down, uh, descending on these stairs, sees that her boyfriend's mangled and killed. But then this big battle axe uh, raises behind her, swings through and chops right through her head and all the candles in one swing. Oh. And then just takes everything off and then the candles all come down at the same time. All in one fell swoop. Wow. I really want to see that movie. Yeah, yeah man. That's awesome. And, wow. And from a, casting sty- from a casting standpoint, I just kind of went with people that I've kind of respected what they've done recently. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Allen White is from uh, Shameless. He plays Lip. The American oh, guy. I just, oh. I really like him. He's a good actor. Yeah, lip, lip shits. Lip shits. He plays lip shits. <laughs> Told yeah. you it was going to come up later. No, I love, I love that show. I love Shameless. I love Lip. We all do. That's lip great. is great. And I think I've got his name right. Kerr uh, Gilchrist. From... Oh, that's, he's one yeah. of those guys, you son of a bitch. Yeah, oh, I like him too, them. man. Uh, just up and comer. I've loved him from the United States of Terror. States of, of Terror. Course. Yeah, great show. Uh, it Follows and uh, The Good Neighbor now as well. And yeah, just. And he was in uh, Dark Summer, right? I haven't seen Dark, Dark Summer. I'm pretty sure it was in Dark Summer as well. Oh, cool. yeah. That new station that's coming out, Dark Summer. Really like him. <laughs> and, then I, and then um, uh, this is a, uh, a, a like a far cry now that she's gone this route, but just for extra hot factor, Margot Robbie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Emma Roberts. My girl, Scream Queen. And then for whatever reason, I guess because I watched Halloween 2 recently, Leo Rossi. Oh, you son of a bitch. I can't believe you. Of all people in the world, <laughs> first you get the, f- you you got two of my male leads in your movie. That's um, hilarious. Wow. And then I threw Bruce Campbell in there because I needed to have like, I wanted him to be the cocky uh, thespian actor, so to speak. And then, uh, so it's him and uh, he, he would get, uh, I didn't figure out his death, but that would be it. And then I, I wanted like the eccentric person, it had to be some old actor that I really appreciated. And I thought Lance Henriksen or someone like that. Nice. That was, yeah, that's where I went with that one. Well, and I'll if you didn't you. like Director's Cut, it was going to be called Axe to Grind. I like Director's Cut better. Yeah. Yeah, there that's great. Wow, you guys, I think you did better than I do. Well, you took two of my, my stars. So. I can't believe it. Leo Rossi, really. But I have reasons. There's a reason, a specific reason for Leo Rossi. It has to do with ethnicity. So let me get right to it. <laughs> of course, two Italians. Pick, the, pick an Italian. Uh, <laughs> of course. But, okay. I, I, I'm not going to hold a candle to you guys. No pun intended. Candle opera. <laughs> um, okay. The name of my movie is called Blood on the Snow. And this is basically a story about um, a girl whose parents are going to be selling their... Um, their ski... Not lodge. I don't know if it's a cabin. Maybe it's a cabin. Their but summer it, home? Well, but it's where people are skiing. It's not a summer home because they go there to ski. It's a winter retreat. Uh, it's it's, okay? So it's a cabin, I guess. And they're getting rid of it because that area... There's another big one that opened up. A real big monstrous ski resort that, that's taken out, you know, that's taken over and the small one's going to be closing soon. It's been getting slower every year. So the parents are going to sell this. Plus they're getting on in age and they just don't want to do it. So this girl says, hey, why don't we go up there? There's not going to be many people there. Everybody's going to this new place. Let's go there for, you know, some, to ski and whatnot and party because it's going to be the last time we can do it. So let's go. 
Now, um, here's the people in the movie. Uh, the girls are um, Jocelyn Donahue, because, uh, you know, she's great. Uh, I, I picked all horror people, okay? They're all from the horror genre. So Lauren Ashley Carter, who I, yeah, love, I love her, and she's such a sweetheart. And uh, yeah, and then I went with Juliana Gill or Gwill, whatever. Oh her yeah, name is. I was you thinking gotta, of her too. Friday Thirteenth Remake, cool. You got to have a hot blonde to get naked for the sex scenes and whatever. So so she's gonna be there, and then Kiki Palmer. Who I'm not sure if you guys are gonna know who she is, but she, she's I from. Know. She was in Scream Queens. Yeah, and Aquila and the Bee. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but I chose her because I am going to have a black final girl. Finally, final girl in the slasher is going to be a black girl, and that's my girl right there, Kiki. I'm having a a, a black final goat. <laughs> well, I like the juxtaposition of the black final girl with the white snow. <laughs> okay. Here he goes making up words like juxtaposition. <laughs> Mr. Watson, is that a real word? <laughs> and if so, what does it mean? <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, now let me get to my men here. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Can you just get back to your question instead of answering Derek's question instead of talking about your men? <laughs> I want to talk about my men. I have one for every day of the week. <laughs> Uh, no. Um, Jeremy Sisto, who I always love seeing in a movie, he's great. You know, um, John Fury. I have to go up my man from Friday too. Got to put him in there. Kira Gilchrist, the same guy you chose. Nice. Because he, I, I, and I want him to have the same exact role that he had in It Follows. Play that kind of guy. You know, because you need a guy like that in your slasher. You know, and then Leo Rossi of all people. I fucking can't believe that. Well, this is why I chose him. Because I needed an Italian guy to be in a slasher film because the Italian guy is going to be the black girl's boyfriend. Because that's yeah, what he's I, like pushing 70, though. Th- this he is, is timeless. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. oh, you got Leo Rossi from 1980. Yeah, of course. 81 Leo Rossi. You got Bud from Halloween, too. Yes, I got Bud. <laughs> oh. Right. He was the best I could do. I couldn't think of an Italian. I was going to select. I couldn't think of an Italian. There is no Italian. No, it didn't hear It's, it's got to be a <laughs> Mario, Luigi, I'm, I'm, <laughs> and Leo Rossi. That's the three that came to <laughs> I'm staying in the genre, for Christ's sake. And, and Princess Peach. I don't know why I'm challenging you. I picked the same guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, you picked Leo Rossi. He's seven. Why is he having sex with a 20-year-old black girl? What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. He's Italian. Anyway. Yeah, he's using Kiki Palmer from Aquila and the Bee when she was like 13. Oh. Oh, oh shit. So, Leo, seriously, there are no Italian guys in horror movies. He was the one. And I, look, I was thinking, there was one guy I thought of right away. Turns out he's Jewish. He played an Italian guy because he played a good one. Andrew Dice Clay? <laughs> oh, oh. yeah play no it's uh, mario lipschitz nope. mario lipschitz. the burning that guy in the burning that gets all pissed off at the girl that goes away what do you think she's gonna remember he's making out with the oh, girl yeah, he, yeah, yeah 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 he comes yeah. in like two seconds yeah oh, is that that no, that, is no, that no, no that's guy? glazer the bully no the no glazer. this is the guy remember he gets mad oh, at the yeah, girl yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, he's in a ton of movies now. He's uh, plays lawyers and everything. Like I can't think of his name, but yes, I know who you're talking about. Well, I forgot what his name was, but I thought he was an Italian. He seems to be portrayed as an Italian the way he talks, everything else. So I'm, oh, that guy's perfect. 
you know. But it turns out I looked him up, and he's a Jewish guy. So oh, he thought he was doing a movie about the Holocaust. Oh, the burning. Oh, oh wow. You, wow. Too, too soon? <laughs> That's oh. the show-stopping joke. <laughs> I want to thank the listeners who just signed off. Yeah. Leo Rossi. All right. Okay. So there's my cast. Now my killer is going to be Derek Mears. Nice. Okay. Yeah, he's my killer. Just so, Derek Mears, or is he playing a character? He's playing a character. I'm, I don't know what his name is going to be, but maybe I, maybe Eric Schmears. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. Eric Schmears. He's um he's in the cold. He lives in the cold with his mother in, in that area because it's an old broken down place, and he's there. Now he doesn't have a mask. He has something else. He has a picture of black winter hat. You know how you wear an you know, And you know, did you ever wear a hat with like one of those things you Pompons? could pull, pull down? Like you know how a winter hat looks? Yeah. It's got yeah, yeah, a part yeah. that's curled up on the top. You know, did you ever pull that part down in front of your face? Yes. You know yes. So basically, he just has a black freaking winter hat pulled down over his face, so just like maybe his mouth is showing, and that's like it. That guy from he's... Fed Albert. Yeah, okay, yeah. Dumb Donald, right? Yeah, because it's going to be real simple. It is unique. Yeah, he's just, you know, he's going to have a big head, he's going to be a mongoloid, he's going to be all fucked up, you know. Is he going to wear goggles? Ski goggles? Nah, I don't want goggles on him. I just... Well, how's he going to the eyes cut out? Is he white? One eye is cut out. One eye is cut out with a slit, like Sackhead style. I want a black final girl in the slasher. Damn it! It never gets done. People wouldn't see it coming. That would be great. Hey, it's, it's not even gonna, show. It's not even going to be her parents that own the um, the house. Usually, you know how those stories unfold. It's going to be her as the final girl. It's going to be set up to so someone else is the lead, but she's going to end up being the final girl. Bam! So uh, now here's my kills. Good. This yeah. guy doesn't have anything. He's just this animal in the, in, in the woods, right? So the first guy he kills, it's going to be a guy snowboarding. By himself, he's going to go out by himself, do his thing. Maybe he gets into a fight with his chick. He goes out by himself. So he's snowboarding. This guy, the killer, is going to jump out and, and like trip him up as he's going down the hill. Then the guy's going to get up and look. Now the guy's face down, you know, so his face and his stomach are on the ground. The killer is going to grab his snowboard. And you know how if you're locked in a snowboard, you can't just get out that easy. you got to unhook the thing. So the killer is going to grab the snowboard right, oh. and pick it up and snap his fucking legs from behind <laughs> at both of his knees. Right? Nice. <laughs> and now I'm going to go a step further. He's going to rip it off so they're broken. So now this guy, the killer is going to be holding a freaking snowboard with two legs dang- dangling from it, right? Then he's going to roll the guy over. He's going to pick up the end. Of, it doesn't matter which end because snowboards are the same on both ends. The guy's going to be screaming. He's going to hold up the board, and he's going to come right down in his oh. mouth. So half of his head gets chopped off. And awesome. And that's how he's going to kill people. Eventually, he's going to sharpen that thing, put something in the end. He's going to be killing people with the snowboard. But, you know, he's going to do all kinds of crazy stuff. What are those things that people use when they ski? Like they hold them on the side for their balance when they're on skis? Ski poles? Yeah. <laughs> ski poles. So he's yeah. going to be grabbing people's ski poles, putting them through the eye, putting them in the ear, in the nostrils, everything. Else. Just going to be using what he can. You know, his make- nose and the throat. Everything, yeah. The ears. Yes. <laughs> Somebody better call the ENT guy. Call Dr. Lipschitz. <laughs> Dr. Lipschitz. <laughs> oh, so that's what I got. So, I like it. I think we all did pretty good. I, th- I yeah. think you could Your change could be the title die. to the, uh, the Snowy Hills Have Eyes. 
<laughs> Sorry. Run on the snow. Perfect. Snow no, I like kills it. Us. People always say that. They say, we want to see Jason in the snow. We want to see blood on the snow. This, that's where I thought of it. Of course, it's this very Jason-derived. Of course, it's coming from me. It's Have you ever to- seen a ship reader slasher called Iced? Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. It yeah. is horrible. That's an old one, right? Yeah. From the 80s? A- like 88, I think, but it's just brutal. Actually, There's a couple others too. I never saw. I never saw that one. There's two more that take place in the snow, and, yeah. and I. I there's got e- one uh, in the in the 2000s. One came out, and it was like they're stuck in a chalet or something like that. There's a killer, but none yeah, of them have got, been. None of them have been tracks, done. Blood tracks from the 80s. Yeah, but none of them are good. They shoot in a rock video, like <laughs> in in the snow. Really? It's actually it's actually pretty good. It, but that's very Hills Have Eyes, because it's an abandoned factory tracks. nearby that has. Uh, you know, basically like inbred mongoloids. Huh. Damn it. There's two other ones that are recent, too, that took place in the snow, and then I've seen them both. They're both decent, but they're escaping me. But whatever. It is what, what it is. What, should we answer that other question that, uh, yes. that Mark guy had as well? Yes. Marco? You know the... Marco had it? Was it Marco? Was it Marco? might have been. I think it was what? Marco. You have it offhand. I, I can dig it I up believe he asked um, for a title... Based on the movie of our life and who he who we'd want to play us. Oh, here it is. No, I'll read the email because it's so much better than you just saying it. No offense. But Jesus. <laughs> well, hold on. <laughs> You'll see why. Okay, this was an email. We're reading emails. We're being official here. Okay, hey, Hadites. I have a question for you guys. If there was a movie made of you guys, who would be your favorite actors to play you and what would the movie be called? Now, there's a catch here. Brandon, no, you can't choose Black Phillip. <laughs> And the movie can't be called Black Goat's Daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Dave, no, you can't choose Joe Pesci as your actor. Okay. Christian, no, the movie can't be called My Life as a Cinematographer. (laughs) 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 Love you guys, Marco V. Yeah. So, yeah, Marco, right on. What do you guys got? You guys, have you guys prepared for this one? Yeah, you know, I kind of, I kind of thought about it, but when thinking about actors, did you think about like people who like kind of looked like you? I did that exactly. Did you? Because like I didn't, I kind of did that. I was like, well, I can't go with somebody like doesn't even look like me. But not that I necessarily went with someone who looks like me. But I chose uh, Elijah Wood to play me. Just because, okay. just because I loved him so much in the Maniac remake, and that's sort of how I feel on a daily basis. It's a, it's a chore not to go out and kill women. Um, no. And you kind of look like him right now with that that glow you have. <laughs> look at him; he looks like the Maniac poster right now. <laughs> he does look. Watch out, guys! Um, Don't mess around with, with Brandon. And the title would be either that or Liza Minnelli would play me. <laughs> And it's uh, behind the goat, the rise and fall of um, of Leslie Lipschitz. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I uh, I came up with Sanity's Edge. Everybody who knows me knows that I, I'm very I, I'm very on edge all the time. So I'm just you know I think Sanity's Edge is a good is a good title for for the story of my life. Yeah, as opposed to that Anthony Perkins movie, Edge of Sanity. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that's, that's original. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> okay. You know what? I actually thought about Anthony Perkins, but I'm like, no, nah, he's too tall. He's fair enough. Fair enough. All right, Christian, you got anything? Yeah, mine's fairly boring. I think I I said Joaquin Phoenix would play me. 
Oh, I could see that. Okay. And it would be, uh, and if it was about just, if it was supposed to be my life story, I guess it would be called Lucky. And if it was uh. supposed to be about us, because you could view that question as about us, I just took the really, really generic, boring, exploding heads horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> All oh, these titles. Oh, God. <laughs> what, you didn't like goat. Behind the Goat? <laughs> well, yeah, I did like Behind the Goat. Yeah, that was Behind the Goat is actually hilarious. But no, if it was about, I, I didn't know if he meant like individually or if he wanted to do like a, a movie about the podcast, which would be kind of funny too. Yeah. Where, I like Joaquin Phoenix. That's an excellent choice for you. I agree. It is. I should have thought of that for you. I actually, actually like Joaquin Phoenix a so lot. So do I. There's, have you ever seen the film To Die For with Nicole Kidman? Yes. Uh, Gus Van Sant movie? I love that film. Love that yeah, film. There, when he's in prison and my buddy and this girl I was dating, we just all looked at each other and went like, holy shit. We fr- fr- put like freeze frame on it and it looked identical to me at the wow. time. At right. the time. I mean, he's aged and I've aged uh, and we look different now, but there's still, even my wife says that would be the, the closest. Like Now you look more like uh, River Phoenix. Yeah. How, he, how, he, how he looks now. <laughs> Horrible. Oh, Horrible. Horrible was right. Yeah. Some... <laughs> what a raging asshole. That's good. All right, well, check it out. Here's mine. Now, I thought of this right away, and this is not my belief. This is nothing. But the, the actor I thought I thought would play me good because he looked like me, and I'm not saying he does look like me. Once upon a time, my daughter, when she was, I don't know, three years old or something, uh, happened to be watching in the room until everyone was playing it, and the, the first Star Trek movie was playing. And I don't mean the first Star Trek movie as in Captain Kirk and all them, like the old school, the remakes they did. So anyway, the guy that plays Spock, Zachary Kinto, is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah. He was on screen, and my daughter said to her mother, that's not daddy, right? Or something like that. Bottom line is my daughter thought that Zachary Kinto looked like me. So I chose him. Same taste in men. <laughs> I was just going to say that. You beat me to this. You both enjoy a good cock in the mouth. But... <laughs> You're a size queen, too? <laughs> I don't know anything about this guy. He's gay, and, and yeah, you don't look like him, but that's funny that there was a connection made. My daughter thought I did it. He's time. a good actor. So there you go, and I figured. He's a guy from uh, America. He was in American Horror Story season that's one. That's right. Yeah. That's right, he your, was. You know, your favorite show of all time? Yes. <laughs> it is my favorite show, too. You're right, he was in that damn show. Right, he was the guy. Yep, my bad. He was the guy, yeah. He hasn't been there since. They all have recurring, you know what I mean? But he's only in, he was only in freaking that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he was, No, he was in part two. He played the doctor. Shit. Either way. My bad. I'm an idiot. Zachary Kinto. Fine. Um, I chose guys for you, too. How's that? Because it's a movie about the exploding head. It's about us. For, now, Brandon, it's a repeater. I, I, I chose that guy that you chose before um, from It Follows. What's his name? Oh, Cure Gilchrist. Gilchrist. Yeah, I can see Brandon being played by that guy for some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get to fuck Micah Monroe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, and Christian, I chose Albert Brooks for you. <laughs> Albert Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> I picture Christian in the beginning of the Twilight Zone. Remember when Albert Brooks is, is talking with freaking uh, Dan Aykroyd? I thought of Finding Nemo. Right, the first well, thing I thought it was Finding Nemo. Right. <laughs> you kind of sound like him a little bit. Albert Finding Brooks. Nemo. <laughs> yeah, what's his yeah. name? Randy Nemo, the father? Well, whatever. Marvin. 
Marvin? That's his name? The Marvin, the clownfish. Either way, I chose you to be Albert Brooks. Okay. And, and, and him to be uh, the kid from It Follows, and I'm Zachary Kinto. And my title is um, House of 1,000 Exploding Heads. So Beautiful. That's all I got. I thought that'd be cool. A thousand exploding heads in one house? Shit, man, that's pretty badass. And we're in the middle of it all? We're giving those heads. Yeah, we're giving the heads. That's I it. thought we would become, like, now that you've talked about tiers, I'll, I'll put that into the script, too. I thought the idea would be that our podcast actually got the tier one. <laughs> and we were invited to do, go to, like, a horror convention and do our shtick in front of a, a big group and... What ends up happening is shit starts manifesting and then we got to use people like either everybody goes crazy. And of course, then there's already horror icons there. Like we can pull Bruce Campbell up. You can have Ari Lehman. You know, you have wow. every all the Jasons uh, and it could just be all out chaos. But then, of course, we've got to save the day. And then we'd have like B.C., and then you'd pull like people that like are because he's an actor and whatever like that. They'd be all there, and we would gain up. And with, of course, it'd be this training montage where where we're all getting ready to do battle. And then we'd go out and we just go to town on all the bad guys. And the signature kill: oh. Christian strangles Tony Todd with his sock filter. <laughs> <laughs> just snaps his fucking neck. Fifty fucking dollars for an autograph. <laughs> 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 Hey, Robert Englund's now 80. Yeah. <laughs> How about in the end, though, Christian dies. Clive Barker gets a hold of him and strangles him to death. And then signs, signs his me. dead body puts it on eBay. <laughs> yeah, his head. He signs his head, cuts his head off. Cuts his head off. Clive Barker written on his forehead. And, and no, you it. know what? That'd be what are, How about I do die? But then I go to hell because of all the shit I've done. And, of course, I meet Pinhead. And then I, I <gasps> wrangle him back up to come help us save the day. Holy shit. Fuck, <laughs> I want to see this movie, too. Right? Hollywood, are you listening? We don't wow. need Hollywood. Exploded Heads Horror stuff. Movie. <laughs> I know, right? The best way to. The best title. The most basic thing. <laughs> oh, shit. That's awesome. Well, I'll tell you what. I have a lot Speaking of time of, on my hands. What? What's that? I have a lot of time. I'm thinking of this shit when I'm walking the dog. I was thinking of that question. I'm like, that's a pretty good question. But then my mind just starts reeling into where could you go with it and make it work? He's, but I, he's, in, he's in hell talking to Pinhead. Yeah. He's, he's actually having the conversation. You're suffering with a Pinhead. Forget the suffering. Come, come with me. <laughs> the dog's <laughs> looking at him funny. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to walk, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Sorry, oh. Dave, you're about to say something. You're supposed to. Oh, guess... you're not sorry. Stop. Oh, ah, oh, you bitch. Fucked uh, it up. I <laughs> fucked it up. There we go. Sorry, BC, I lose. Oh, well, not so you got a BC. Sorry, BC. I, yeah. I got BC right here. He left us a message. Okay. Uh, and it, it, this is a quick one. He's basically making Christian funny. So hold on. You'll be happy about this. <laughs> wow. How does he do that? <laughs> Pay attention, Dave. Still. Okay, yeah, listen. Never asked a mouse. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear that again. Okay, that was one on. of the best jokes that fall flat. Okay, hold on. Fell flat, I guess. One more time. Flat. Maybe Never everybody asked. will laugh. Never asked oh, wait a minute. Hold on. That didn't work. <laughs> hey, I love it. I'm the joke. Let me play one more time. Never asked a mouse. <laughs> it is that funny. I, <laughs> who 
who's with me? <laughs> I concur. Yeah, it's hysterical. <laughs> that guy's great. Never asked him out. He's okay. off the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All these oh, these voicemails are gonna take. Okay, let me do the emails first. Holy crap! Because the voicemails. Oh boy, guys, we have some marathons again. So. <laughs> Uh-oh, SC? We got some. You'll, you'll see. <laughs> Let's see what we got. You'll see. <laughs> I was going to talk about the favorite part two movies, but we're going to be short on time. I'm going to save that for show 22. Kind of makes sense, 222, because I got an email from, from BC, and it figured in. I actually did something crazy. I added up. I got literally about 25 different responses on Facebook for people's top favorite part twos like we did really? so I, yeah i added everything up i went through this whole system to have a definitive list from the listeners and we're gonna nice. do it on 22 this whole so, system edition yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's a lot of work you he know had his, he, had I, his, he had his abacus out well wait a minute hold on if a guy picked evil dead as his number one i gave him 10 points friday the 13th part two is number oh, two. Oh, there is a system okay a real system where i and i wrote everybody's thing this took me a freaking uh, hours to do but I can't do it now because we're short on time. I'll save it for the next show. Oh, so. All that work, though. I hate the fact that you did all that work and you have to, well, we'll we're going to do next it next show. show. Okay. Yeah, so I, do you think I did that work for no reason? I please. No. So I can't read that that email. That's our first email. BC put his part, his top five part two movies, or maybe ten, whatever. So, okay, let's go to emails here. Marco, here he is again. Marco V. Hey, guys. My favorite French extreme film is High Tension even though it is still a mindfuck for me. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on that film and the other ones. Don't forget to bleach your assholes. <laughs> so, high tension. Yeah. Brandon, if you have something to do, do it. Okay? What's that? If you have something to do, do it with all these guys coming in. Do you need any information? I, I forgot what your contest even is. I'm just going to draw randomly from all these names. Okay, so Marco. Okay. Uh, let me write that down. Now, <laughs> let me Jonathan, write that down. He's got a phone beside him. He's got like a computer. Let me write it down. <laughs> Padded paper. Of course. What doesn't he have? Right. Marco. Marco. Okay. I'm trying to fly through these. Okay. Jonathan right. Gagne. Hey, guys. My favorite French extreme horror movie would have to be Martyrs. Please enter me into the giveaway. Also, keep up the great work, guys. Love the podcast. Jonathan Gagne. Wait, how do you spell Marco? <laughs> Marco, M-A-R-K-O. How's that? I'm joking. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, all right. Jonathan all right. Gagne, okay? Just put in Jonathan Gagne. Go on, you're good. <laughs> French Extremes from William Boxel. Decisions, decisions. I'm sure I'll be in the minority here, but I will pick Frontiers with inside a very close second. Wow, so we have things all over. What's right? his name? This guy's name is uh, just B. Bill... William Boxel. I'm going to call him Bill Box. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm just going to change his name completely. Yeah, that's what we do. We make fun we're of just gonna call, We're just going to call him the Box. Yeah, call him the Box. Yeah, the Box. Okay. You have frontiers. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Neil Robson, our homie. Hi, guys. Favorite French extreme film would have to be Murders. To this day, this film still sits in my mind. Being absolutely enthralled with it to having my head exploded with the outcome. An all-around brilliant film with it being very close to a 10 out of 10 movie. Cheers, Neil Robson, Australia. Nice. Got him? Got him? Got him. Okay. Chuck Good Knight. Shit. Chuck Knight. My Chuck vote is for Dogtooth. Wow. I like Dogtooth. I knew you Cra- Crazy film. 
What a fucking mindfuck. Yeah. Even with all the depravity I have seen and read, this movie fucked with my head. Great show, boys. Keep it up. Chuck Knight. Nice. Thank you, Chuck. There you go. So you got Chuck in there. Chuck Wagon? <laughs> Brent Siebel. I said Chuck <laughs> I snuck it in early. I was like, I'm Chuck sorry. Wagon? <laughs> awesome. Don't be sorry. Stop it. <laughs> I already lost. Uh, I apologize. Yeah. It's just sweet. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Brett. Brett Sable. High tension. Awesome twist. Thank you. Good. Nice. Brett wins. Brett. I don't have to ship it to her. I could just hand it to her. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Is that all of them for that? That might be all of them for the contest. Well, there's probably voicemails where they said. So. Well, we have other emails besides that, but are they podcast? Re- are they contest related? Was the question. So let me see. BC. Let's talk about BC here. Guys, I love Dave's intro on the Green Room episode so much. Thank you. I decided to try my own. Let me know what you think. <laughs> Thanks for the great shows, BC. So BC has given us an intro. Gotta love them. All right, let's see. Yes, yes, y'all. It's going down right now. Oh, wait. Uh, wrong podcast. Hey, guys, it's BC again. Let's try this for an intro, huh? <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, don't want to do that. How about this? First up, we have that Canadian cat who's the king of rat-a-tat-tat. That's right. The Canuck who loves to f- apologize. <laughs> the cinematographer, Luciani. Next up, he loves his horror French because he's such a mensch. That's right. He loves his coffee with cream and masuga. He's described as nasally and cute, and he always bleaches his poop shoe. Give it up for the Red Sea pedestrian himself, friends with Schwarza Philip. His favorite movie of 1988 was Friday the 13th Part 7. Oh my god. The New York Italian. Oh. Oh. Sorry. Lots of film. <laughs> That's brilliant. Mistaken for a famous actor. That's right. Vincent Chiavelli. A man who's on so many podcasts, he's not sure which show he's on. A man who has seen more horror than Rosie O'Donnell's panties. Five feet of fun. He's top of the wops himself, Dave Z. And together, they are exploding heads. Wow. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that was awesome. Brilliant. This guy's got the best fucking voicemails. BC's off. Did you hear that thing at the end with Exploding Heads of Horror Podcast? It kind of kicked out a little bit. So, yeah, you might have to shoot that to me. Just the last part once more. Hold on. Let me try it. Exploding Heads of Horror Podcast. Wow. Whew. Wow. How about about Red Sea? Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking BC, man. Wow, man. That's awesome. That fuck. He's back yeah. in the movie. Yeah, he's back in. We got we got to have him in the movie. Yeah, he'll play do. every other character. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, BC. Thank Couldn't yeah, we... thank you, man. That's uh, thank you for making me funny too. Yeah. Yeah, not easy to do. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a... BC. One more email from BC, and then we're on to voicemails. Okay. Hey there, friends. BC here again. Just thought I'd say hi. Hi, BC. Hi. And send another email to remind you about a future show idea. I realized that I brought it up on the Facebook page, 
But this is just a reminder in case Dave Z was too busy recording one of the 4,535 whatever other shows he's currently on. <laughs> the idea is a show discussing your top five or ten most memorable bullies in horror movies. There are so many to choose from, and I would, and it would be cool to see one of you guys come up with some not-so-obvious ones, like Carrie, Christine, Stand By Me, and It, man. Stephen King must have had his ass whipped in school a lot as a kid. <laughs> uh, have a great show, guys. And as for the French Extreme Contest, I'd love to participate, as I do not own any of the titles listed. Is it one entry per email voicemail? I bet you're receiving a lot of them now, as people will be clamoring for some free shit. Yours, BC. All right. BC, you're entered. BC is awesome, entered. And bullies. Yeah, we should do a segment on horror bullies. Horror right. bullies. bullies. I like that idea. I, really I think he was that. entered just by doing that uh, fucking introduction. Yeah, I was going to put him in anyway. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, that takes time. <laughs> yeah, he's got better production on our show than we do. <laughs> Maybe he could just sound engineer and edit this shit for me. I'll just send it over the raw file. If he saw these raw files, he'd be like, shit. Well, well if he's going to do all that for you, he might as well just come on and replace you. Yeah, I mean, see, he is funny. I knew my joke of replacing was going to be used against me there. I knew it. Yes, he did. Uh, you're, you're, you're the revolving door. You got a door right behind you there. I get to see it opening. And, what? <laughs> As long as it ain't me. That was a visual joke. <laughs> yeah, it was a visual joke. And it's a... Just ATM. Keep... <laughs> <laughs> Never ass to mouth. Mouth to ass. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, um, bullies. Yeah, we're gonna do. We're going to do bullies. And I forgot. I guess we're just going right into voicemails. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I guess I'm not. And if I do, it'll just pop into my head. So, whatever. Now, before I get into that, Voicemail and email. Let me put it out there. Our voicemail phone number is 702-625-2224. That's our voicemail. <laughs> Wait till you hear the shit we got going on here. And the email is pretty easy. Explodingheadshorrorpodcast at gmail.com. So there you have it. Now, let's get into this. And let's see what I got, gentlemen. It's got to be him, right? I don't know. See, he doesn't do it. When BC does it, he just sends it as an audio file in an email. He doesn't call the voicemail. But I'll get to the bottom of it. Next show, I'll let you know for sure. I'll do some more. I have the number here. So I'll play around and see. (laughs) 
on to the next one. Hey, second time Dave. This is second time caller Dave from Stone Massachusetts. Uh, just trying to clear up some minor controversy to quell any infighting among the group. Technically, yes, my last name is Limjoni. That's how they said when the Italians were coming over from the Mayflower, whatever, how long ago that was. But when they got here, the Americans, Rendoni, said, you know what? Rendon sounds a little less ethnic. So you can imagine, you know, people owning, you know, poker stores saying, hey, Rendoni baloney, come here. It just doesn't sound right. I'm sure Luciani can understand this plight. But you're both right. So, and thank you for playing my, uh, Voicemail, I really appreciate it. Actually, TGI Friday the 13th was the first podcast I technically ever listened to. Nice. And then I was read on one of them, and then to hear my own voice on one of them, quite an honor for this 49-year-old bloke from Stoneham, Massachusetts. Anyway, speaking of that, um, what I thought a good suggestion would be, considering I mentioned two from Massachusetts, I know Christian's Canadian, but we consider that like one big mass, so maybe he could uh, <laughs> narrow it down to a couple of horror movies shot near or set in his town or province. I don't even know where you guys are from, but maybe do the same. I just thought it would be interesting to keep it local. So uh, that's it. And really enjoying the 81 show. Probably the best year in horror films, so slasher. Hey, really any genre all the time. And I was one of those two that mixed up Altered State and Scanners. They were both technically medical horror related around the same time. So that's about it. And, oh, yeah, finally, uh, the Death Dream did not age well. I tried to watch that again, and it didn't really sit. Still a good movie, but not really as great as I thought it was. So I'll renege on that. Maybe shoot the session nine. So thank you from Dave Rendoni, or Dave Rendone, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> we're listener, but we're not. Take care. Awesome. All right. So we're both right. Thanks, Rendone. Did you say Altered States did not age well, or was it Death Dream? I, I didn't get the title there. Because he said he just stuck with session nine. I don't know. I think he said... Um, Death Dream. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't you. feel as much of an asshole anymore now. No. For that, anyway. <laughs> no, not for that. No, no. Okay. Hey, guys. Derek here. Here to answer uh, Maya for episode 21 of uh, the French Extreme Show. And you guys asked if what our favorite French Extreme film is. And you said it could either be non Fab Five or it could be. So I decided to answer this two ways. I'm going to actually tell you my favorite of the Fab Five, and then I'm going to tell you uh, my favorite non Fab Five French Extreme horror film. My favorite of the Fab Five is, of course, Inside. Because just great imagery in that film, and just I love the sentiment, just the atmosphere, and just the acting of that film is brilliant, in my opinion. And my favorite non-Fab Five French Extreme film would have to be Sheeton with uh, Vincent Cassell. Very, very great film, and I really love Vincent Cassell as an actor, and his performance is brilliant in that film. And it's a very bizarre film if you haven't seen it. It would be great if you guys did that one in the future, in a future episode maybe. But yeah, that's my answer for my favorite French extreme horror film. I hope you enjoyed it. And as always, I'll see you next time. Peace out. Thanks, Derek. All right. Yeah, I gotta watch Sheetan. I've owned that forever, and everybody says it's amazing. I haven't seen it either. I haven't seen it. After our doing that show, I you know we didn't even do the Fab Five. 
No. <laughs> true, hey, true. But so. you know what? You know what? Part of the reason was maybe because we didn't do the Fat Five was because we. I just have a feeling like I don't know about you guys, but I enjoy doing it so much that I want to go back to French extreme films. Yeah. That, no, that's what I was just about to say. It's like it opened up me up to say, open me up. <laughs> you yeah. opened it up uh, to say, check out these other films. And then I'm like, oh my god, everybody's raving about these films. I want to check these out now. Yeah. And so yeah, that's good. That's what we do this for, right? Now it opens yeah, our eyes up too. Part two coming in 2018. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get let's get to. Uh, we have a bunch to get through, and time is I, limited. I entered you, Derek. You're in. Yes, you're entered. Absolutely. If we go over, it's too bad we're gonna have to because these are voicemails. We gotta get them. So let's get on it. Hey guys, Travis Christian here. Great work as always. Uh, I had a really nice little thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let me redo that. Hey guys, Travis Christian here. I had a thought of shit. I am playing this tonight. Hold on. <laughs> Am I keeping this all in? Yes, of course. Travis Christian, I love That's you. Awesome. But you should know better that if you call in and, and you fuck up. <laughs> did, he, did he call back? Yes, he did. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's you know, being aired. Yeah. Of course it's being aired. It's, it's, we can't break precedent. We got to bust their balls, please. Yeah, TC. Okay. <laughs> Hey guys, Travis Christian here. Great work as always. Anyway, I had an interesting thought. I would love to issue a challenge to Exploding Heads and Banana Laser. What? I would like to see you two review the movie Excision from 2012 and uh, basically have a review off. That kind of sounds good. But, uh, <laughs> y'all really don't know what group would do the better job? You know, Dave, your chemistry with exploding heads on this movie, I think, would be an absolute riot. Yeah. You know, Banana Laser, yeah, they're my favorite podcast, but, yeah. you know, they're just coming off the fence again. They're a little <laughs> rusty, and uh, I think this may be something to help them get on their A-game. Anyway, guys, just a thought. Have a good one. Mm, a yeah. versus episode. I like it. Thanks, it, TC. You're fighting against yourself, Have you guys though. seen Excision before? Yes. Yeah. I like that film. I like it, too. Yeah, that'd be a fun film to review. TC, thank you for that. I don't think I accept the challenge. I, 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 I do accept that, but I don't think, as you probably know by now, Matt just wants to do commentary. We decided to make it a commentary show. All right, Christian, we won. <laughs> yes. Won by I, default. Yes. <laughs> now, can suck I convince it was you? L, suck it, was Suck it, Maybe Wazelle can be convinced to do it just for this reason. Because TC is a listener and a, a buddy and everything else, and he might do it for him. So you have to take it up with him. First of all, TC, get on the freaking thing because Matt's doing that weekly thing, you know, and you can compete for the contest. So get on that, talk to him about it, and yeah. get back to us. Peel it off. Peel it off, yeah, not peel it back. Peel it back. What? <laughs> off. You want me to strip over here? What is this shit? Peel it off. Peel, peel it, it off. Back. I can't believe I said peel it off. All right. So uh, here we go. Next voicemail. New guy, I think. Uh, hello, Dave. This is Cordell calling in for the first time. Um, so to give a rundown of what I thought of the first episode that I listened to, actually, I keep literally listening to it over and over and over because I just, <laughs> I don't know, I think you guys make some interesting picks. There are some years 
where I think it's in 1981 where I'm like, oh, how can they not put My Bloody Valentine as one of the best films? But um, I like listening to the show. I like listening to all your top picks from 75 on to uh, 2015. Hoping to listen to more of the shows here pretty soon. Just got a couple of questions like, what are all your guys' thoughts on the new films coming out next year, like a new Friday, a new Halloween, a new Chucky, a new um, Leatherface? Personally, I could do without Chucky, but that's my personal preference. So I have a list here, just for like future reference of um, my top ten uh, films in the horror genre. Um, these are just films that I personally hold up in high regard. I'll start at number ten. So, number 10, I have Scream. I'm not even sure why that's a 10 on my list. I think maybe it's, uh, yeah, it's really hard to say. Like, I've only seen a Scream a handful of times, but, uh, it is definitely a good film, and I can understand how, well, how people say it revitalized the whole genre. I personally think it's a pretty damn good, uh, slasher film from the 90s. Number 9, I have Blade. It took me a while to wonder if Blade was even a horror film. I ended up just going with yes, because it is a vampire film. But I would stress the argument that you could call so much a comic book film as you could a horror film, because it is based on a, uh, a popular, well, don't know if he's exactly as popular as I think, but it is based on a popular comic book character on Marvel. Um, number eight, I have Outpost, Black Sun. This movie is kind of like a little jump for me. Um, Outpost Black Sun is a zombie film, and I'm not very big into zombie films. I don't really care for, like... Okay. It got cut off because it's only three minutes, as we've discussed before. Yeah. So I'm going to play them through in the order they came in. Oh, so, so that he didn't call back? Yes, he did. I said, I'm going to play them in the order oh. they came in. That, well, was the first that, that alluded to the fact that I thought maybe someone else called it between. <laughs> oh, yeah, imagine that. I'm just going to fall yeah. back and forth. Part two. What was this, number seven? Part two. Mr. Cordell, part two of my voice. I don't know why voicemails don't seem to like me that much. Um, going on about black, um, outpost black sun. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it got cut off. No. Did. So there's more. <laughs> Your voicemail doesn't like him. Why? I don't know. I can't imagine why. Let's see here. Top fucking three now. Um, <laughs> yeah, just got finishing up on Texas Chainsaw. Um, I played it for a friend of mine. I shut all the lights off on her while we were watching it. And <laughs> needless to say, I was expecting to get some that night and I didn't. I think she was a little pissed off at me <laughs> for making her sit through Chainsaw in the dark. <laughs> Number four, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3, The Dream Warriors. I'm just going to keep this one kind of short. Awesome soundtrack. This is where Freddy is at his most iconic between his, you know, he has that menacing quality but he's also got that to want a uh, smart-ass smile for his, you know, welcome to primetime, bitch. Uh, number three, My Bloody Valentine from 1981. I love this film. I cannot say um, enough good things about it. 
to get some. Jason lives. It was this film and Rob Zombie's Halloween are the two films that got me into the horror, into the slasher community. As I stated, I love the theme song, He's Back, The Man Behind the Mask. Alice Cooper rocks that soundtrack. I love the look of Jason in that film. It is a little comedic, but... A little. Thinking that the director, you know, Tom McLaughlin, he was trying to go for like a Universal Studios, my old monsters type with Frankenstein. But I do love the film. It is one near and dear to my heart. And last on, and last and first place, Halloween from 1978. I love the Halloween, and I'll just say Friday the 13th, the franchises in general. But, yeah. but I have to put the first Halloween as my top favorite suspenseful, spooky, the theme song that we all know and love really adds to it. Just awesome. It, it is the film that made Michael Myers a household name. Then it cuts off, so hold on. Anybody realize we went from seven to four? Yeah. No, so okay. and it, we yeah. skipped. I never found it a seven or six. Well, hold on. Yeah, we went to five. It's we okay. went from eight to five. Yeah. Don't worry. Texas Chainsaw. He expected to get some after that. <laughs> I hope that girl's okay. Yeah. Her head's in his freezer. <laughs> Jason lives, man. Naysayers can suck it. <laughs> this shit is getting old. I'm four now. So, yes, um, that was just before I was cut off. That's the alarm. Sorry. We're going to finish, but... Christian, what movie is this? That's Friday the 13th. Which one? Three. I didn't ask you. I actually thought it was six, but you hate that soundtrack, so I figured you would have never put that one on. Two. Nope. Final chapter. Ah. But I, I was cry. closer without going over. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were. Remember okay. to have your pet spayed or neutered. <laughs> <laughs> That's the alarm, but we're going to finish up... the. Uh, the voicemails because we're in the midst of a, of a, a marathon so we have to continue so hold on here we go this shit is getting old um <laughs> part four now so yes um as i was just before i was cut off i was just saying that the first halloween is what made michael myers a household name and it is my absolute favorite slasher film in the horror genre I hope I really hope to listen to more of your show soon. I apologize for this four-part voicemail. Really hope to maybe I don't know sit in on one of your shows one day. Thank you, and I hope you all have a good night and have a good time recording. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Mister Simple Forty-Year-Old. Bye. <laughs> cool. Well, it's not over yet. I he he messaged me and I told him on Facebook. Okay. I go, your thing got cut off. So. This concludes. <laughs> poor guy. Poor, poor Cardell. Now you know. Three minutes. Everyone listening. Three minutes. If you can't do it in three, it's okay. We're going to play them all, obviously. 
I so do he, everything in three minutes. SC's pissed right now. He's like, this guy's fucking gone on longer than me. Uh, right. Uh, hey, I'm calling again. I have to uh, voice inform that part of my voicemail cut out. Um, the two movies I have between Outpost Black Sun and Texas Chainsaw Massacre is The Town That Dreaded Sundown. As I stated, I do love the new one that came out, but I do think that the old one has the suspense that has creepiness. Some parts of it don't hold up as much anymore, but it is still a good flick, and I do recommend it to anyone. And the other one is Army of Darkness. I do love Evil Dead's 1 and 2, but however, I saw Army of Darkness at a young age, and I think that's why it sticks with me. It's got such memorable lines. You know, you have Groovy and um, Hail to the King, baby. Plus, I think it's also the dead I scared the shit out of me when I was little. Like that damn dead eye in the pit. So, to recap, my list is from 10 to 1 Scream, Blade, Outpost Black Sun, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, Army of Darkness, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Elm Street Dream Warriors, My Bloody Valentine from 1981, Friday the 13th, Jason Lives. And Halloween from 1978. Um, sorry, I have to keep calling you guys about this shit. Fucking voicemails could suck dick. Um, <laughs> oh, it's free. Simple for the old. The voicemails are like Brandon. <laughs> 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 they could suck dick. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, Cordell. And again, three minutes and it's over. Cordell, so, we love know, the bus balls. You know, so. you know Stephen Carpenter. Yeah, it's we gonna be a battle ball. between you two. Yeah, it's just the rules. We gotta bust balls. That's that's the way it is. That's that's their right of honor. That's their passage. That's right. I'll say one thing. I guarantee this. There's not another person in the world that that's their their favorite. That's their top ten horror movies. I bet. No. Very unique. We can mock and ridicule, and everybody does it. But at the end of the day, hey, if it's your top ten, it's your top ten. Fuck, what can we do? So there we go. So thank you. We do have one more, and I have to get this in because it has to do with our French Extreme. That's so fine. this is our last final voicemail, and then we go to our review. So let's play this out. Hey, this is Matt here. Um, I don't know if I missed the deadline yet for the Extreme French Order, but for me, as I know Brandon knows, I am actually the extreme fabulous five. I do own Inside, so I haven't watched it. And of course today I picked up uh, hey, them, which is the other one. So, yeah. I have not seen any French extreme horror. The only French one I've really seen was called Residences, which is a cool feature feature. You know how me and I love my feature features. <laughs> but anyway, awesome show, guys. Can't wait to check out the rest of Exploding Heads. You guys, see you later. Alright, good night. All right, Matt Cantor. You and your horror movies. Yep. Got him. <laughs> Got nine people officially entered. I will draw two winners and uh, announce them on episode 22. There awesome. you go. Two winners. Each one, I have a copy of Inside here. If both of you happen who win the contest happen to own Inside, I'll send you something else. Same thing with the second person I draw. One movie per winner, two winners. So time has expired. There's a lot of stuff we're going to have to put off until show 22. So show uh, 22 is... Really I'll talk about Monster Mania 34 when Monster Mania 134 I comes know, around. I know. There's stuff. I know. We just can't get to it. We keep running out of time. There, I do have to break the rule and do one more quick thing. Because 
there's three shows. There's this, and there's two that are going to be in October. And this is time. Um, it's time sensitive. So I'm just going to play one quick thing because I'm going to do one show between now and then. So just uh, bear with me for one moment. All right, this is Dave Z, along with Frankie Z, a.k.a. the 10-year-old horror fan. We've just finished watching the 1978 classic John Carpenter's Halloween. Francesca Zendano, Fra oh, Frankie Z, <laughs> what is your uh, initial, what do you have to say about this? Well, I honestly think it was a really good movie and I liked it very much. Okay, do you have any favorite parts of this movie? They're all like my favorite parts. Really? <laughs> Wow, that's the first time you said that about about the whole movie. So I wonder what that means. So the whole movie was your favorite part, huh? Yep. Do you have a favorite kill in this movie? Well, <laughs> all of my favorite kills. <laughs> wow, look at this. How do you like that? Okay, wow, it looks like, it looks like we're making it nice and quick. Uh, do you have anything to add? about this movie before you give a rating? No, I think I'm good. <laughs> and who's your favorite character in this movie? It always has to be the killer, Michael Myers. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Okay. Uh, is there anything about this movie that stuck out compared to other movies that, that separated it from other movies? That That's why you like the entire thing? Well, I think all of it was pretty good. Okay. <laughs> All right, well, what's your rating between 1 and 10? Of course, another 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10 again. All right, the 10-year-old horror fan, thank you for that. Do you have anything else to say before we uh, say goodbye here? No. Okay, well, that does it. Thanks, guys. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, 10-year-old horror fan, 10 out of 10 again. It continues. The reason I did this now is because there's... Two more that are involving the Halloween movies. So, yeah. two more shows in October, and there you have it. I want to know so, what she yeah. thinks of Halloween 3. <laughs> I know, that'll be interesting. Yes. Um, so, yeah, there's more we wanted to get to, but the alarm went off. Next show, we're going to do it again. It's going to be jam-packed again, and we're probably going to have at least one special guest, hopefully two. So... Holy smoke, we didn't even do Brandon's challenge. We didn't even do found foot. There's so much we left out. Wow. So much. Well, we could skip the review and just keep going or, or record all night. <laughs> no, no, no. It's We, we, we said we were going to stick to this. But uh, yep. I just wanted to know. I know Brandon. Like, Let's just say one thing. Let's Brandon, you completed the challenge, right? I did complete the challenge. Yeah. Watched 1982's Boarding House as the 100th and final film on the list. Ah. And it was atrocious, so congratulations, Derek B. He requested it if I didn't like it, and it's all yours. <laughs> awesome. And I, I finished my challenge, too. Oh, uh, uh, we got to say something. Say something. Make, can oh, you make it quick? I finished my challenge, and I, I added Inner Demons from Jason Lloyd's recommendation I like on top of it all. So I like it too. It, the, the remaining ones were uh, 388, Arletta Avenue, Alien Abduction, Crow's Nest, Atrocious, Area 51, and Inner Demons. My favorite out of that batch was Crow's Nest. Crow's Nest, okay. Crow's Nest. I was shocked. And you know what? The wow. first half of it, I wasn't actually that happy about. Told the you. second half of it kicks 
ass. Yes. Actually, one of my favorites. And if the first half was better, that could have been the ultimate found footage movie, in my opinion. That second half was intense, and I liked it. Again, it, it, I, th- I throw the logic of why are you always recording things out the window because you're watching this the found footage movie. That's just the way the narrative is done now, so you kind of accept it. Then I'd say Alien Abduction and Inner Demons were my next favorites, funny enough. Nice. Wow. And so cool. then Arletta Avenue. Yes. What then Atrocious. Really? Yeah. Atrocious, I thought, was actually quite boring. Yeah, it wasn't on my list. Initially, remember, I put it in there because other people like it more than I do. So. It's a lot of running around the woods. I didn't, I didn't like Inner Demons. I like Inner Demons to a degree. But I Inner like Demons, the one fault of Inner Demons, and again, I keep this short, uh, you, is that it was kind of like those internet jokes where you're watching someone video and then all of a sudden their face goes crazy. You know, those yeah. jump scare things. That's what the first yeah. half of Inner Demons kind of is like. But then I thought it played out quite well. I liked the ending quite a bit. And I thought the acting was quite good. So that's nice. it in a nutshell. But it's what done. About, what about Sorry. Arletta? What did you think about Arletta Avenue? I, I, I liked it quite a bit. It reminded me of Hangman. Um, okay. And the only my only thing about that one is I loved how he played around with them and, and fucked with them. And it was more of a mind fuck. I just hated where he planted all the cameras. Like there's cameras in his dashboard of yeah. the car. There are cameras in the uh, in the night uh, in the clock nightstand clock and whatever. Like I just thought it went a little too much with where the cameras were. That's my I only quibble see. with that one. But uh, it, it played out quite well. But I, I think they made it scary too that that guy had that much access and could actually get away with doing all that. Yeah, you know, it might have been a little far fetched, but it's kind of a scary ass thought. <laughs> Boy, it's too bad the alarm because I wanted to talk about 2016 movies and I have like fucking 12 of them. I've been watching so many movies. I really have to save this all for next show. Holy Did you really have 12? Dude, you know, I'm, I'm just going to rail the titles off because I'm yeah, curious now. Please do. Just the titles. Let me see. Where's my I want to do it too. Since the last one, <laughs> this is what I've seen. Okay. You rattle yours, I'll rattle mine. Okay. Since the war. Yeah, okay. Okay, first, here's the first one. The other side of the door. That was the first one. Summer Camp. Baskin. 31. The Silenced. They're Watching. Viral. The Shallows. The Mind's Eye. Friend Request. Carnage Park. The Suffering. Anti-Birth in Dead Room. All those I've watched. Nice. I, I watched I watched Sweet Home. The Shallows. The Neighbor. Most Likely to Die. The Mind's Eye. Knuckle Bones. Don't Breathe in 31. Wow. Uh, I've got, uh, you know what, I don't have the full list here, but uh, The Good Neighbor, Don't Breathe, Shallows, Friend Request, Anti-Birth, and I know there's a f- couple more that, I was just talking about since the last time we recorded. Yeah, You saw Anti-Birth as well. Yeah, and I, I'm interested in, I, we, I, we can't go into any detail. We can do respect. it. Let's do it. Uh, well, I think that's going to show up on one of my lists at the end of the year. Uh-oh. I think we should only discuss the movies right now quickly. That more than one of us has seen. How's that? Is that fair? Because okay. we didn't we didn't plan on. It was my dissertation. I was, was only going to give a shout out to one film to be check out out of those eight films. I mean, obviously, I tell people to check out all the films, but I was just going to say if you haven't, I mean, it, it's already out on uh, Amazon streaming, but it's not out on hard copy till next week, I think, and that's The Mind's Eye. I've seen The Mind's Eye. Which I thought was fantastic. I got to tell you something. How many movies did I watch? Let me give a quick count here. One, two, three. We're not counting Don't Breathe. One, two, three, 
four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, fourteen movies. Okay, <laughs> of those fourteen movies, <laughs> it got the highest rating. I gave it an eight and a half. That's what I gave it. It was. I actually thought about writing to the director to tell him how good I thought the film was. He's a pretty cool dude too. Yeah, he did almost Human, which was also a great film. I well, fucking I'll tell love the poster for that. I can't wait to see the movie. It's a great film. See it. yeah, and it's, it's, it, it's even fitting, the, the tagline, you know, the, the Scanner sequel we deserved but never got. Because mm-hmm. nice. if you like Scanners, this oh, is, yeah. this is a, a Scanners-type film. It's very simple. Very but, simple, but awesome. But Yes, but awesome. And you know what? Gore was great. The soundtrack was yeah. incredible. It was yeah. It was like Carpenter. It was so good. That's, and I've heard that nobody talk about how good that soundtrack is and this simple story, easier to follow than Scanners. Just honestly, uh, most people are kind of middle of the road with it, and you and I are both really high on That's really cool. Yep. Loved it. Nice. So we both give it a 8.5. That's good. Uh, what else did we both see, or did two of us see out of three? I also saw The Darkness, but I don't think either of you had that on your list with the Kevin Bacon one. Yeah, I haven't watched that one yet. I'm going to see it. Definitely, I haven't. Uh, we we well, we we both had and friend request and anti birth and the shallows. Okay. I saw the shallows. We all saw the shallows. Okay, I'll tell you what. I'll just tell you the shell. I give it an eight out of ten. I enjoyed it. I gave it a seven point five. Again, I really enjoyed it as well. I actually came in probably the lowest on that one. Uh, I where the hell did I put it? I think it was six point five. Hmm. Wow. Six. Um. Yeah. I'm, Trying to find my freaking list here, but uh, I was engaged with the story the entire time. Yeah, it's just because it wasn't French. That's why. <laughs> if they were surfing in France, he would have given it like a, yeah, you know, a ten out of ten. Or I watch holidays too. Again, I told you guys that. Oh, uh, holidays yeah. in the what shells, you- and I gave holidays six point five. I enjoyed it way more than you two. I think. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Well, so there's still recommends. I mean, granted, we're a little higher than you on the shallows, but. It's still a recommend, 6.5 and a couple of 8s, right? What would you say, a 7.5, Brandon? Yes, 7.5. So, yeah, yeah, check it out. Uh, she's, she's great in it. She's great she in is. it, and there's a, couple, there's a couple of good scenes, but, yeah, it, I, I hate some new wave filmmaking techniques, and I'd say a whole point came off from that texting video. I love that stuff there. I hate it. Hate oh, okay. Well, there, that's the I difference. I hate it. It's so easy to follow. Better than looking at the phone, having to do with the old-fashioned way and everything else, you know? Anti-Birth. Anti-Birth <laughs> thinks it's a cool movie and has a fantastic ending. Yes. And that's yeah. what I'll say. The The movie itself, I disliked immensely. Okay. I didn't dislike it immensely, but it was very average. I enjoy the performance of the lead because she always plays roles like that, and I like her. What's that chick's name? I forget her name. Natasha she- Leone. Yeah. Yeah, she always plays parts like And I'm the one who hasn't seen it, but I, I actually want to check that out. She does good. I like her role. The other girl, uh, Chloe uh, Savigny, whatever, however yeah, you pronounce seven, her name, seven. she was okay. You know, I like her. And seeing Meg Tilly there was interesting. It was but interesting. I'm telling you, though, it thought it was smarter than it was. I agree. This movie thought the script was smarter, and they played off the characters. And I wanted to like them, but I couldn't. I just did not like the movie. I thought it dragged. The ending is redeemable for the slam cut to the title card. And I love that at the end. And where it goes at the end yeah. gives it a little bit of a rating. But I'm, I'm sure it's going to pop up on a list this year for me. Are you going to give a rating? A four out of ten. Four? I give it a 5.5. Okay. Oh. 
All right. I guess I'll love it then. <laughs> Ten I mean, you, you know what, though, Brandon? In all seriousness, I am interested in, in hearing what you have to say about it, to be honest. Yeah, that's that's one of the next few on the list to see. Uh, friend request. Two of us have seen it, right? Yeah. What'd you think? It was not what I was expecting. I actually thought it was going to be a, a ripoff of Unfriended. Right. And like it's a, not. Direct, a direct ripoff. Like it was going to be like uh, we were watching someone's screen and whatnot, and it's a movie. It's actually yeah, this, a real movie. This one's getting a theatrical release, I think. What? Yeah, I'm pretty sure in a couple of weeks it's getting a theatrical release. Wow. Well, it was a good story, I thought. It was quite interesting. My only issue, kind of, I was really engaged until the third act, until they went to that place. Remember they decided to go someplace else, and it was like an empty factory, and then something happened. I couldn't understand why, and I don't know how they got there. But the story, it was... I was pretty into it. Like yeah. the first act was great. The the whole story of it, it was you fell for the, the characters in it and everything else. You know, I was surprised by it too. I, I gave it a six point five out of ten. I, I actually thought it was it was decent. It was enjoyable. Uh, I I guess I wasn't expecting much from it. And and, and it, the only thing I did another thing I didn't like is again they did the thing where her friends list was dropped. That was going cool. Up and you didn't like that. Well, the same thing. It's the same thing for the shallows. Oh. All the social media, right? Like, uh, you know, just if you're going to do that, do it old. I guess that's the new school brand of Palma split screen. Uh, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I guess it's a new wave of it, but I love the old school split screen. And, and I, this way, I just think it's super cheese. I, I, it, huh. It's a pet peeve of mine. Some people are going to date it like you did. Uh, and I just didn't like that, the, that aspect. I, th- I thought I think it's kind of innovative. It's something different. It's better than always looking at the phone and having the camera show the phone. I True. just think it's where are you going to go with that? Try something different. I think that's what they did, and I think I liked it for that, just like the other part. But I went a little high. I was I was seven seven point five out of ten. Nice. I quite liked it. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, it was a you know like I said, there was a little bit in the third act that I wasn't crazy about. Yeah. But, uh, Gee, anything else that the both of us have? Well, 31. Maybe you and Brandon had. Did you both have 31? Yeah, I saw 31. I'm curious about people that listen to Skeleton Crew know what I think about it. But I didn't listen. I actually avoided the episode of Skeleton Crew. Now I'm going to go and listen to it. I really wanted to go into this one blind, especially when the initial, initial wave was mostly negative. And to be honest, while... I was very bored and almost angry the first 25 minutes of the movie. <laughs> okay. Once it got going, I enjoyed it. It was very simple. You know what it reminded me of once it, once it got going, once, once Murder Party started? Was that, hmm. the name of, was that the name of the party they played? Oh, what? I don't know the name of the game. 31 is the name of the game. <laughs> the title of the movie. <laughs> Didn't they say Murder Party? Welcome I don't know. to the murder party or something. I don't think but so. Whatever. Maybe, uh, right. maybe I'm making. Maybe I saw the wrong movie. <laughs> I, I yeah. Maybe watch Murder Party. I haven't seen it yet. But, I, you but, know, yeah. I, I liked it, and I actually liked the the very end. I liked the way it ended. I did too. And I gave it a seven out of ten. And so did I. <laughs> yeah. I don't understand oh. why it was set in 1976. It didn't need to be set in 1976. None of the characters look like they were from 1976. <laughs> they look like they were just wearing vintage clothing. That's it. <laughs> Stop setting everything in 1976. Yeah, you, I hear you, but that's just what he does. Rob Zombie does what he always does in every way in this movie. And go listen to that Skeleton Crew episode, guys. So no, I, I will. Go on and on. And Doomhead I liked. I liked Doomhead, actually. Doomhead was great, yes. I actually really liked him. Most of the killers were very good, I think. I really do. Except that little Nazi bastard. <laughs> yeah, that little Nazi, yeah. He spent <laughs> too much time with me. That was my biggest complaint with him. And there's no subtitles. We didn't know what the hell he was saying. But 
whatever. It's I'll tell you one thing. People that don't like Rob Zombie are not going to like this movie. If you like Rob Zombie, you have a shot to like the movie. But yeah. most people are going to consider it his weakest. However, again, 7 out of 10 isn't bad, just not what I was expecting. But whatever. I honestly still, like, for me, and it's been a while since I've revisited the Halloweens, but for me, Lords is, is usually is my favorite. Yeah? Yeah. And I love, I, maybe I shouldn't say love, I really like House and Devil's Rejects. I love House. But, um, but Lords is more my type of film. I love Lords, too. It's my, my first favorite is, is House, then Lords. So I'm with okay. Uh, okay, did someone else see Summer Camp or no? No, which what film is this? How come I I don't even think I've heard yeah, of this? Yeah, I have it. I haven't I haven't watched it yet. I'll tell you my grade. Uh, I gave it a five point five, and I'll tell you what my problem was. I was actually on board with the first act. I was okay with it. It was these people going. They're overseas. I forgot where the hell they are. It actually becomes like a an infected get started, and I really don't want to give anything away. But it's not a slasher, even though it's called Summer Camp. Yeah, it's about two guys and two girls, and they go and they volunteer to help at this place, which is uh, I forgot what what country it is. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. You lost me at volunteering. <laughs> Maybe they're not volunteering. Either way, they're there. Something happens. There's a dog involved, and, and there's a uh, bad water. Something happens. It's an infected type thing. Bad water. It's hard. I don't want to get to it. You guys watch it. But ultimately, this is next episode. Bad water. Love <laughs> <laughs> that dirty water. Um, what happens is in the second half of this movie, it goes into shaky cam mode. Oh. It's not a shake. It's not a found footage movie. But all of a sudden, there's all these crazy action scenes, and the camera is shaking so bad that I considered shutting it off. Yeah, that's not cool. So that's what killed me. The, the movie might actually be a point higher if I could tolerate what was going on with the camera work. But it was awful. Terrible cinematography. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all I got to say about that. Enough bullshit. We cheated. We went over. We're not going to make a habit of that. But, uh... We got a lot to talk about next show, and we'll do it then. We'll do the best we can. So hey, we'll always be playing catch up. Yeah, basically. But that's cool. We always say we'll never run out of material. So that's hey. a good show, right? Hey, hey. <laughs> so let's get into the main event. All right, let's get onto this movie. We're gonna set the alarm this time. We're gonna stick to it. To it. Thirty minutes. Thirty so, minutes. It is. Um, the name of this movie is Don't Breathe. All right, 2016. Don't Breathe, directed by Fadi Alvarez and starring Stephen Lang and Jane Levy. Hoping to walk away with a massive fortune, a trio of thieves break into the house of a blind man who isn't as helpless as he seems. Thank you, the bee. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of set. All right, so Dave, you and I were talking about this earlier. Christian, you were there. I'm (laughs) going to try to play the review of this close to the vest and not give away my thoughts on the film. Because I don't want to come out right now and blow my wad. Interesting. No problem. Okay. It, it, again, I think it's going to be a hard movie to not spoil because one of the main events is a key turning point, but it's also a spoiler in yes. the film. Uh-huh. So, so it's going to be a very difficult movie to talk about because you really summed it up in the freaking description. And, and not, not of your fault. That's what you watch. It's a very straightforward <laughs> film. It is extremely straightforward. Tell you what. What did you think of the characters? Oh. At uh, least, let's talk about the three main characters. I mean. All of them. I'm, I'm fine with the characters. I thought they were all written well. They did what they were, they were the, the kind of characters they were supposed to be. 
Are they a little stereotypical? Yep. Uh, money just a little bills. like the the one with the... Yeah. Go ahead, Christian. Sorry. No, I just I was agreeing with you. Money. I'd say money seemed to be the stereotype. F-bombs every two seconds. A little bit of a tough guy, I guess, is one yeah, redeeming factor. Like, he doesn't rat anybody out. Yeah, he's the wannabe of, gangster. The kid yeah. from It Follows who plays money in this. And, yeah. you know, then you have Alex, who's almost like the good kid who only goes along with this major plan because he's in love with, with Rocky. It's believable, though. Like, it's it's believable, but it's, you know, it's it just, I don't know. I, I just feel like, okay, I've seen it before. I happen to like all these actors, though. Yeah, they're all, they all are good. Yeah, uh, they're all yeah. good. Like, I'm not, criti- I can't criticize any of the performances. No. Um, yeah. I felt the same way, Brandon. I felt the been there, done that. Yeah, especially with these three characters. Now, there's another character that we're going to get to shortly that I had endless amounts of issues with. Issues? Hmm, wow, this is ish. tremendous amounts of issues. I'm really curious about this because I, I, I'm I'm oh. I'm blowing it already. It's hard to to really talk about this without <laughs> your people. I think are already starting to pick up on on where I'm going with this. But uh, the blind man, his character was all over the freaking place. Hmm, all over the place. You say? Oh, you're talking about spoiler territory? You mean? Definitely in in in. I mean, a lot of it will resonate in spoiler territory, but definitely in his actions. He couldn't get a handle on how I was supposed to feel about this character. I'll just say that. Even when the film ended, I couldn't get a sense of how I felt about his character. Really? Really? I thought, I thought it was so easy. I'm, I'm going one way through, through a little of it, and then when I see what happens, then I go the other way. It, it, there's, it seemed, two, there's two ways to interpret it, though, as far as I'm concerned, the way the way it ended. Well, we'll get to it then. We can't yeah. get to that yet. But, I mean, in general, I had no problem with the characters. I thought that you guys had been there done that. I um, I guess maybe, but to me, they're believable characters. That I think that there really are people like that out there. It just It's just a believable scenario for everybody involved. I'll tell you what. I think this, this Fede Alvarez uh, is a hell of a director. And... I think he's passionate about what he does. And I wasn't the world's biggest fan on, on Evil Dead Remake, but technically it was good. I had a few beefs, but I enjoyed it. But I listened to him on Shockwaves not too long ago, and he said that he could have done an Evil Dead 2, but he said none of the ideas were anything that I had any confidence in. He goes, I don't think there's another story to tell there, and I'm not just going to make a movie just to get a movie out there. Basically, you know, he's passionate about his work, and I think it, it shows in this. I think, and I like that he gave that little intro in the beginning. Did you guys get that intro at the at the at the show? An intro, but by the director? Yeah. No. no. Okay. Okay, I did both times. Yeah, he's a little thing in the beginning. He just talks for like thirty seconds. Hey, I'm Fede Alvarez, and he says something something about. And talk to me. Talk to Is me. Is it because I'm Jewish? Talk to me twice. I don't know what to tell you. Eddie doesn't like Jews. <laughs> Is that why he didn't talk to me? Or Canadians? <laughs> or Canadians? It's funny, though. And again, not to knock him, but I didn't do an Evil Dead 2. Well, you did an Evil Dead reboot. Or yeah. Evil Dead 4, or however you want to call it. <laughs> At the end of the day, it was a re- imagining a revision, a modernization of an old movie. So I guess he said that was my foot in the Maybe he's saying that was my foot in the door. I didn't feel like doing it again. So I wanted to try something new. Uh, that I can buy, but... Just, just as you say, I didn't. I could have done an Evil Dead too. Well, then you didn't do it. <laughs> do it and yeah. don't and don't breathe. 
Yeah, and I, I agree I with you, know. Dave, that, you know, the passion seems like it's there. It just, it, I still going back to been there, done that. I don't know, the the lead character, you know, doing this to get her sister out of an abusive household. You don't like that? I just, it, it I feel like I've cliche. seen it. Yeah. It's so cliche. I agree, and, I agree. I, and I there's, felt done. It was and done. I didn't, and I didn't, wow. don't get me wrong, I don't think, I think those characters were, you were sympathetic towards them, especially especially her but it's like oh, you just kind of it doesn't develop enough to where you're like concerned one way or the other and then one shit hits the fan then it just becomes like what do i want to see and what do i not want to see and do i even care what they show me holy shit yeah I, wow I, I, I gotta tell you you're shocked i'm shocked i was i'm watching this movie and i have not felt so much tension throughout a movie in a very long time where I was hook, line, and sinker. As soon as they got to that house and things began, I was, I was sold. I was done. I was in. I was, the, I was the only one in the theater and honestly felt zero tension whatsoever. Same with me. I wasn't the only one in the theater. Same thing. And to be totally honest, I thought uh, there's a lot of these sort of movies this year. I thought Hush did it well. And I had some quibbles with that if you go back to that show. And I thought this one, I was like, ho-hum. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I believe I read a review where somebody said the opposite, where Don't Breathe does what Hush should have done. And I'm with you, Christian. I feel Hush did yeah. what, what Don't, Don't Breathe didn't. Hush was like, I was like, I was with her. Uh, yeah, there was a couple of a couple of forced things at the beginning, and that's arguable. And then, and I didn't like her going out of her mind and, and talking. But again, I, I, I took a, you know a little a little shaved off some of the the points for that. But the reality is, at the end of the day, I was in it, and I wanted her to fight, and I loved what was going on in Hush. And here is just like, I just felt like I didn't care. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it's not a good thing when it's not a good thing when the best scenes in the movie are literally when people are just standing there holding their breath. What? Oh. Those were literally the best scenes. It's like, oh, that's tension. What do you mean? That's a good thing. So I was what? like, oh, look, they're holding their breath. They're not speaking. Good. Well, they can't. I, I was right in there with them. I, I, I wasn't there. They I was shoes off. I it just it seemed it seemed silly. Oh my! I, okay, I'm just gonna come right out and say it. I, I have not rooted for a final girl. Like, like I rooted for this one in literally years. What? I, I did that for Hush. I was rooting for the final girl in Hush. And I was saying that when I watched Hush. I said, I haven't rooted for a girl in a movie, a final girl. I thought she did a fantastic job in Hush. I felt next to nothing here. When the, exactly. do the dog... The dog thing was interesting. And even that went long. And then that pissed me off because where, where that went... And I'm talking in the latter part of the movie, uh, how that scene played out. And that made me f frustrated and, and almost angry. And I felt cheated almost. Yeah, and yeah. then they got the same what? typical actions that aren't, that are just so stereotypical for horror films. And just, I'm just I can't even talk about some of this stuff without spoiling it. But it's well, just, everything, seemed, everything oh. felt so stereotypical. We'll get there soon. We'll, we'll get to spoilers. I, but, I mean... I can't get over this. Wow. I mean, <laughs> well, I thought it was a great setup, the whole thing about the kid having about them going for one big hit and then they don't have to do it anymore and how the, the kid 
his his father is involved in the alarm system and how they find it and how how they know how to you know disarm it and uh, just how they find out how this that this guy came into money and everything else and it's it's very convenient though that they have the kid Alex whose father basically does the security for all these homes and Alex is That's clearly the story. Like Alex is clearly a good kid who doesn't come from a from a bad home. He's the only one who didn't want to leave because he had his father at home, but he's going to leave because he's in love with Rocky, you know, once they hit this big score. But it's, it just seems like, come on, would you really? And then they have that. Of course throw. you would. What do you mean? What, what do you Would you really? What do you? Uh, what's Why is he going to leave his family? Why? He, he even says. Because it's all. He's got, he's got, what does he care? So he lives with his dad. Big deal. He can't leave him. He can't move, move on in life. He's, he's into this Rocky chick. And holy shit, who can blame him? This, this I girl, don't blame him, but she's in a relationship with money. Yeah, but I've seen that before. You, we've seen that before. We may have even been part of a situation like that before with, with a girl that's with another guy that you know the guy isn't good for and you guys are in the friend zone, but you think maybe there's a chance. Yeah. It, it's, it's a very believable thing. Tomlinson and BP. What's that? <laughs> Tomlinson and BP. <laughs> Dude, I just oh. and they, you know, I felt like one of the lines at the very beginning was it, it wasn't a throwaway line, but it had to, it was like forced in there. The ladybug thing? No, well, the ladybug thing definitely a little bit, but when uh, when they first get into the house and Money pulls out the gun, and then Alex makes that comment. Oh, about my bitch? No, no, Alex is the good kid who makes, you know, you know what you just did by bringing a gun here. Oh, yeah, 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 I liked it that he was all smart and he was into it, the gun, yeah, and, the, and then 10,000 you know, and everything. It justifies, it basically justifies everything that's about to happen. I don't know, it just felt like it was a little forced. Wow. You guys, you guys did not see The Good Neighbor, right? It just came out, like, this past week. No, that's James Conn? Yeah. The no, reason right. I say that is it's part... Film part found footage, part courtroom drama, uh, all kind of mixed in. It's a thriller. Uh, the reason I bring it up now is because it plays on the convention that this film is sort of following through with. And I really enjoyed The Good Neighbor. And I found this one up by the numbers. Nothing surprised me. Yeah, uh, well, one thing surprised me, but I figured they had to do something to keep your interest. And that one thing is a turning point and a spoiler. That was the only thing that surprised me. And then from that point on, I was just like, eh. All right, let me, let me, say, let me say this, and I'm not going to even spoil anything, but... Dave looks I, in shock. I, I, <laughs> I, I, do, I do watch trailers, oh. and I did see the trailer for this. And plus, it was on oh, TV, like, every two yeah. seconds. There you go. Big and the trailer spoiled one yeah. of the twists. Yeah. Because once they started setting up the story, I was like, okay, now I know what the twist is. See, that's why you don't watch trailers. You no, warned me and right, I never watched right. the trailer. I didn't watch the but, trailer, so... But to be honest, even the twist, I was just like, eh. What? And, and then it's just... It, the dialogue, the blind man's dialogue and, and, and rationale and actions were too all over the place for me. Nothing was adding up. Like he I said, snapped. I'm very... After what he's been through, the dude snapped. How could you blame him? No, I'm, not saying, I, I'm not defending I his actions. It, but I, I get it, but at one moment, he's, sympath he's a sympathetic character, and then at the next moment, he's the most hated character you've ever seen that's the beauty of it that's why that's what no, I love it's about. Too, incon too inconsistent there had to be some sort of consistency there well it's pretty obvious as soon as you see what you see 
Then you're like, uh-oh, what's this all about? We thought that he was a victim and everything else. Now and how, did, he's how not- did he not pass out from the gas bomb? I know exactly how he didn't pass out because he knew the guy was there. And you see how quick he was when he got downstairs? Literally, the guy went downstairs it was like 30 seconds later. So the guy knew, the blind guy knew that the kid was letting the bomb off and he was awake. He, he faked out. And when the guy walked out the room, as soon as the guy walked out the room, he left the room because he, you know, you hear how loud that thing was. That there's no way that blind man couldn't hear that. So the dude knew somebody was in the room, but he's yeah. But then blind. he spends the, then he spends the next hour walking around the house while these people are like right under his feet. <laughs> he's downstairs almost right away. He comes yeah, downstairs. and he he's walking by. Alex is literally right next to him. He's in the closet. He's in yeah. the bathroom washing his hands. Everyone's under the sink. Well, they're quiet. That's fine. But there was nothing quiet about the kid puncturing that plastic bottle in the room and that that noise going off. So he knew. And then he had to get his gun, which he had under his bed. So. I, t- I love the setup. I love when they get in the house. I love Rocky. I love that. I, I- First of all... Better Jane- than Nightmare 2? I never noticed her. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. Better than Rocky 4. No question. No question. I'd rather see this Rocky than, than Rocky 4. That was the yep. joke of the night. <laughs> uh, I, I thought the, the, the two protagonists, the main protagonists were stupid. You, you think they're doing some smart stuff throughout, but then they really do some dumb things that just make the movie go on longer. Well, they're kids. What do you mean, dumb thing? But, but well, that's the thing. How old are they supposed to be? Whatever. You saw how old they are. They're, they're, even if they're in their 20s, whatever the hell they are. Who cares? I mean, they're younger kids doing their first freaking breaking of this type. Let's just say at this point, the blind man lives longer than he should based on a couple of scenarios that happen in the movie. <laughs> Like, I'm like, what? What? How did that? What? And then he's back up and at him. And then, you know, the, the movie goes. And it's not a long movie. That's the other thing. I think it's an hour and 20, hour and 22 yeah. minutes. It's a, it's a short movie. It's a quick watch. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't drag. It's, it's just, not boring. It's, it's, it, it's, no, it's not boring at all. It's just very paint by number. Oh, I'm so I, I'm so different on this. I, uh, <laughs> I can see his see, hand fisting up into a ball pain. of rage. Yeah. Well, that, first of all, like I said, the final girl, I was so, here's where everything changed for me. I mean, granted, I was already into her beginning. Number one, she's beautiful. I, yeah, I've seen this I, girl I, before. I, yeah. She should always go blonde, and I prefer brunettes. But I with this girl blonde, I, I thought she was a redhead. So, I thought she was a redhead. It's a purgatory, right? She yeah, is a she, yeah. was, she was a redhead, and it's a purgatory. Yeah. yeah, uh, she, yeah. I never saw that. I've only oh, seen her in, what's that? I don't know if that's au natural or if that's a die job, but I just remember her from Suburgatory and... Evil Dead. I never was attracted to her in Evil Dead with the brunette. Then I saw her here, and I was like, wow, this chick is hot. She's like freaking, oh, man, I can't believe how hot she is. But anyway, but I'm into her, and then I'm so into her character, and here's what it is. Here is what it is. (laughs) This reminds me, it was so smart that she gets into the, there's the one part where they have a chance to get out, and press that uh, that panic button, and the cops are going to come. And, you know, their lives are at stake and everything else. But she says, when they have a chance, you know, the kid wants to do it. Alex wants to set the alarm off. He's like, okay, we can do this. We can get away with it. Now we have reason because of what's going on downstairs and everything else. We'll get all scot-free, this and this. And then she says, but we won't get the money. And that sold me. I fell in love with that girl right there. 
I said, that would be the same way. I would risk my life in that situation if I'm her for a shot at a million dollars. Screw that. I would have called the cops and gotten the hell out of there. Not me. I take the money. <laughs> I take the money, and I love her for it. And I said, this. I haven't been able to get behind a person in All a right. movie in a very long time. Then, like I have. Then you'd get the turkey baster. <laughs> yeah. You get the turkey. Yeah. I'll baste you for it. <laughs> Now, if you really were going to stay and steal the money, what was the combination? Right, four two seven eight. Two nine seven eight. Okay. So, so you you're better off just pushing that alarm button because you're not getting back into the safe <laughs> anyway. But if I'm her, I know that number. There's no question. I see it once, and it's etched in my brain. A million dollars. Boom! I'm getting that damn money, and I'm getting out of here. And that is it. That's all there is to it. Dude's dead. Her boyfriend's dead. Boom! I'm out. I'm I'm taking care of my sister. I'm getting the hell out of Detroit all this misery, I'm gone. I don't care. If you don't want to risk yourself for it, get the hell out. But me, I'm going to risk this freaking half-worthless life that I have for a shot at freaking hitting the lottery right now and having a completely different life the rest of my life and on top of it, helping my little sister. I, I get it. I just wasn't into it. I haven't, it just didn't matter to me. I haven't yeah. pulled for a final girl in years. Year. I can't remember the last time I was pulling for someone to get away. Hush. A couple Hush, months yeah. ago. <laughs> a couple, couple, couple weeks ago. I've been pulled this hard I'm in a dead, couple of weeks. I'm, I'm dead Not serious. Me. Hush was the one that did it for me. And I remember just like being on edge. I'm going, yeah, and, and screaming out loud. And I said it in the review. And I'm not embarrassed to admit it. And I've watched it uh, another time since then. So it's three times already. Love that movie. And in th this movie, again, it was it was a paint by the numbers. As, as Brandon said, I feel like... We're spinning our wheels and saying the same thing over again. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I wasn't invested at all. I, I was like, okay, uh, I guess it's only an hour and 22 minutes. So, like, let me, uh, uh, I guess we only have a couple of, like, 10 minutes left. Let's get to it. Let's get it done. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit. What about those night vision scenes when they're in the basement and all this shit's going on, the tension going on there, and then later on when the kid falls and he's above that glass and the glass is slowly starting to break, and you're you're ready to see it break any second. There's so much tension throughout this, and you know me, I get bored at home invasion shit. Yeah. I was not bored as soon as her foot, as soon as they got in that freaking house, I was engaged for freaking an hour the entire time. It's interesting, yeah. No, I and I. It's funny that we're we're so on opposite opposite ends there, and I guess maybe because you forced me to watch, not force, but I've watched so many found footage where night vision comes into play in almost everything that it just seems to be <laughs> another thing now that uh, it's just like, eh, yeah, it was cool. Uh, also, since we're on a timeline here, was this the timeline for non-spoiler, or do you want to go into spoilers? Let's within... go into spoilers. Okay. So, well, wait. I guess we got to give our head reviews. Give your head. <laughs> give your give head. Your head. Yeah. <laughs> I guess a well, mild, a mild rumble. A mild rumble. Okay. I had a mild hemorrhoid. <laughs> <laughs> so no, a mild rumble. It. Yeah. <laughs> Again, wow. when, we, when we get into spoilers, like I said, I, I just, I had my main beef is with the blind man. It's just, it's characters too all over the place. But we'll get there. Wow! 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 Exploded head, man. Exploded. Wow. Full, full exploded head. Full head explosion. Holy shit. Damn. Wow. I, well, I guess I'm not surprised because it's, it is getting a lot of positive reviews and a lot of positive praise. I, I didn't just, know what to expect going in. I wanted, look, I wanted to love it. <laughs> the look on I your want... face. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon. <laughs> hey. You've gone I don't watch side. trailers, you know. <laughs> you know what? The, that twist 
Hold on. It Five, four, three, two, one. Spoil. Go ahead. Twist. Okay. The, the, the twist with, you know, the, the girl who killed his daughter in a car, in a car accident. It was okay. Like, okay, he's holding her hostage. I've seen it before in other movies. What? Where did you ever see a twist like that? Was someone you thought I've, was a if just, You know, I felt like I've seen it before. Felt like it, huh? I felt like I've seen it before. He's just he's just keeping her for nine months till she could deliver the baby, but all shit breaks loose because they let her free and he shoots her. Yeah. Yeah, but you're, <laughs> you're cheapening it. You're cheapening Ew. the impact of when they discover the girl. They don't know the reason. Then they. I was not shocked at all. It felt like the boy, like the end of the boy for me. Okay, like, uh, what I, I want to know. Bronze out of the wall. No, but I want to know is why did her reacting? They didn't make a noise. She lunged at them and rang that bell or whatever. Yeah. That, that she tr- rang the bell. She triggered him. Stressed. Why did was he going? Oh my God! There's someone in the house. Or why did that upset him? Because then he started going into rapid mode, and they're like. Like, how does he know anybody else is there? He suspected that there was someone else in the house because he heard the creaking earlier, but it was played off. And then right. once he heard the bell going nuts, was it right after that that he felt around for the shoes? Yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he found... He, it was when know, he was trying to get rid of the body the first, the, when he killed the kid. That's what it was. Killed- yeah. And, 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 you know, just too much with the dog. I mean, the, the dog... It was enough with the dog running around. It's like, just kill the dog already. <laughs> Even I'm sure for them to come. Like, this Dude. motherfucker, take this dog out already. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, give it the she... Z Supreme. <laughs> what the f- No, I didn't want that dog to die. That dog was great. I mean, when they got outside and she says to him. When they him, got outside, it was cool. When they Dude, did. it was Cujo, but better. It was awesome. And she's like, you, you're worthless out here. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's like you've forgotten. Here he comes. Yeah, and that's what gets dog. it a couple of points there. Awesome. That yeah, scene was interesting, but then... Then they instantly pissed me off when that scene ends, and then he comes stumbling down and just grabs her. He's still blind and understands the dog. The, the dog signaled him to the vicinity, the area. He comes right up, twenty paces, and nabs her. Yeah, <laughs> like, the only on. thing. Is, the only thing is that's where they were parked earlier when they were scoping out the house when he was walking the dog at the beginning. So. He got a sense that somebody was there. Even well, he then. knew because of the dog. Like Chris yeah, but it's, you know, it's ridiculous. He's running around the whole neighborhood blind. But yet in the <laughs> house. ridiculous. It, He's trying to save a million dollars. Yeah, but yet when they're uh, two feet away in the house, you can't sense where they are. Well, no, I mean, and, and I get that. And that, I, I, that, that one I'll give you. It was, I guess it is a little bit silly that he grabbed right onto her. Maybe they oh. should have done something. Okay, here, here's the, the major problem with this character. He's a sympathetic character. I thought the minute, you know, you, they walk into his room. Oh, with and the, you the see, video? And you see he's watching the video of his daughter. He's listening to the video of his daughter. It's sad. You're, you're yeah. going to be sympathetic. Yeah. But then he goes all fucking commando and starts murdering these kids. <laughs> no sympathy whatsoever. And that's the, the what? point. These characters were basically kids. Number one, he only what? killed the one guy that freaking pressed up on him. And he gave him a chance to go. No, he didn't. Yeah, he told him. Yeah, he, he was involved in that situation. He asked how many are there of you, and he said, it's just me. Then he got up, and honestly, there was a bit of a skirmish, and I'm not even 100% sure that he even shot the dude on purpose. Oh, he, he executed him. Oh, he executed so? him, yeah. Yeah. It was filmed. I, and I'm thinking to myself, thinking, okay, here's stuff. a guy whose whole story is set up about being sympathetic about losing a kid. Now he's clearly just... On a murderous rampage to kill these kids to keep his secrets. But he knows that they're in to that million dollars cash. 
He knows that they're about to get it, and it's him and the one guy. Of course, he's going to have to kill him again. Yeah, but for as 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 sad as a character as he is, and as you know, and as sympathetic as you as he's trying to be with his with his speeches and his rationale, it all comes down to money. And well, the no, other th- oh. he wants a kid. The money's going to get him a kid. That's what it is. Why didn't the police question the fact that he had a room of pillowed walls? Uh, like, forget that. The, forget like, that. They first of all would have found blood, blood on his shoes <laughs> yeah. because he stepped in the uh, in the in the girl's blood after he shot her in the head. There would have been evidence of three, four people in the house. Instead, there's no evidence of any females in there, let alone the blood on the bottom of his boots that he nearly slips in when he Who finds out. Who says there's not? Because you saw a 20-second newsreel that said something about it? Who knows what's really going on with the police? No, they're setting it up for a sequel. No, they're not. There's yeah, they no, are. Get the fuck. There's no way he's, No, that's preposterous. Don't see. Oh, so, so you think he let her go at the end because he was sympathetic for her and her he plight? He didn't let anybody go. She got away. Exactly. He right. would hunt her down and kill her if he could. Yeah, if he could, but he's blind. But but they'll come up with some way. He'll well, then be, that would be ludicrous, and I wouldn't have any interest in that movie. He's gonna he's gonna be on a surfboard. And he's gonna surf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to Cali. He's gonna be a surf instructor when they. Get it was there. ridiculous because he's like, oh well, he he let her go because you know he was sympathetic. No, he didn't let her go because he was sympathetic. He let her go because he didn't want to get caught by the fact that he was keeping uh, women bound and chained in his basement. So he got handcuffed after the failed attempt at uh, turkey basing uh, Rocky. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, she gets saved by his screw up of not killing the other guy. And they handcuff him down and, and he's they, out kick of him, they beat him down. And yeah, and he's back up and out. And, <laughs> and Four sec. I, what the fuck? I was like, I thought I blinked. I'm like, did, did, I, did I miss something here? It just seemed like that was... A mis a misstep. I don't know. I, okay, I agree. I agree. I, I guess the best you can get is that he that he's skilled and he's a, a serious veteran. Maybe he was a freaking Navy SEAL. I don't know what the hell he was. I don't know. He was an Army vet. Might have been a Ranger. Whatever he was, I think the guy was pretty pretty intense and he, he knew his shit. Of getting out of a handcuff, I don't know. Who am I to say? It was only one hand that was cuffed, I think, too. But I hear you. That that I thought that too. It did cross my mind. That was uh, that was my least. And I will say there was some tension there when you're seeing that that vial uh, drip in oh, his man. in his hand and as he's approaching her. I was getting a little squeamish, oh. and so that was set up great. And there was some. That's tension weird. There. I was I was getting hungry. <laughs> no, there was definitely some tension there. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying this movie didn't have any tension. That would be a lie. There's there were some great scenes. It's just However, the tension wasn't very hot. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Very good. He's on his A game. It took him a while. It took him two and a half hours, but here a- we are. <laughs> well, we we had a uh, six hour email uh, voicemail. So, <laughs> <laughs> how about his rationale? I never forced myself on them. He doesn't I- rape them, but it still cons- kind of constitutes rape. <laughs> you know, having someone in your basement 
and, and you injecting them, you know. With, with the, guy, the guy's an unsympathetic yeah. piece of shit. And that's and fine. Then Let them them that's not. They, they can't do that. And don't show us videos of a young girl who's, like, adorable, who's playing. Like, they're trying to play on the sympathy. It's storytelling. That's why it's cool, because they flip you on your ass. That's what's great about it. That all of a sudden, I'm watching this movie, and I see... No, but it, but it, was, on my flip, <gasps> it, was, it wasn't flipping. It was flip-flopping. It was all over the place. But, see, that's what I loved about it, that I was actually rooting for Rock. Even though she was doing something wrong, I was still rooting for her. Yeah, they do make you do that because it's hard to make. I'm like, well, these are not even sympathetic characters either because they're thieves. But they they do manage to get you to flip flop a little bit there. So that's what I I like about. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You kind of flip flop with both things, and then by the end, you make up your mind. Who do you who are you going to root for? I think they have to make you. I think you're supposed to 100. percent I rooted for the end credits. Root for Rock. Oh, I was was rooting for watching Hush again. That's that. Man, interesting. Interesting. Wow. There's so much evidence in the house. How can they do that news story? Because it's it's the news. But he's clearly in the hospital because he fell, and they came, they took him to the hospital. There's blood on his boots. There's blood in the house. There's evidence of females in the house. Freaking Mark Furman over here. Come on. There's <laughs> freaking turkey basters full of jizzle. Over, wait, the two guys broke in and he broke out the turkey baster full of jizz? So what are they going to say on the 11 o'clock news? That they went to, that there was a break? No, this, 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 was was a few, this was like a week later because she's at the airport. This this implies a passage of time. She looks a little a little healed up. It's the next day, I think. But I, thought it, I, I read it as the next day too, funny enough. Yeah. Really? Yeah. She looked a little heels up. She took such a massive beating from this guy. That's true. She was all bruised <laughs> when she left, and she was all beautiful. It, a, little bit mar- a little bit of a martyr's moment there. Where it, just like, it was very bizarre. It was very bizarre because I read it as the next day, too, but I'm like, where are her bruises? So she did some makeup job on her because the newscast came out as if it was the next day. The day. You know uh, what? I yes. didn't I didn't pay extra attention to you know the newscast saying you know yesterday or a few days ago, but it, it might have been the next day. All right. Either ratings. so, I just didn't buy it. Yeah, we're, yeah we have to ratings. follow. We're not going to cheat the audience again. Although, we're cheat ourselves. I'm sure the audience doesn't care, but <laughs> we're sticking yeah. with the rules. Go ahead. Let's hear it. Six out of ten. <sighs> exactly. With Christian. Six out of ten. It's not, it's not a terrible movie. I really, Dave, I really wanted to love this movie. Same I really here. did. And but I just I was underwhelmed and I, I and in the end there was just no, just very little to no tension for me whatsoever. Wow. It felt very very by the book and I was just like eh. Saw it with my father and we both looked at each other and he's like what do you think? I was like eh. He's like yeah eh. There really wasn't much there. Wow. I have not been engaged in a movie of this type of movie of wanting someone to survive something and get away and being right there with 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 the protagonist in a very long time. I love the way it was shot. I think Alvarez is a damn good director. Uh, I can't say it enough. I, I was I haven't rooted for a final girl that way in a very very long time. I, I was. You know why I didn't root for. Why I didn't care whether she got away or not. She's because smart. She's hot, and she kicks ass. No, but here, here's the How's reason that? why. Here's the reason why I didn't. Why it didn't bother me either way is because we knew, even if she did get caught, she'll be free in nine months. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, the worst case scenario, you're just gonna have to live in the basement for nine months. Yeah, but she won't have the money. 
Oh, okay. It's all about the but money. You, but you get to live, and then you'll get out in nine months, and you'll take your sister away, and yeah, she'll sure. be a mother. She'll be white trash for her whole life. She'll be <laughs> repeating the same shitty freaking rundown Detroit area in the opening shot. The way they did that was maybe, so... Maybe he would have thrown her like 10000 bucks. The setting was cool. <laughs> That's okay. How about this? The beginning opening shot when we saw Rocky... That yeah. dragging and everything. Yeah. And always pay attention to the beginning. I'm noticing there's more and more in movies. Really focused. Then later on, you see it, and you think, holy shit, she's going to die. That's going to be how this is going to end. And again, another flipperoo. And I yeah. love it for it. And that's, again. I, I thought one thing, which actually wasn't, I thought he, I thought he was going to turn out to be a sympathetic character, and he was dragging her home. Or two, he was dragging her back to his place, and it's going to pick up from there later on in the movie. But it's not going to be the last shot. Which it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I'm glad it wasn't. But I still love the way it was used. Anyway. All right. Anyway. Better than Hush. Better than friggin' Green Room. Better. Nine out of ten. I love this movie. Wow. We could tell. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is, going into it, I didn't anticipate anything. I had no expectations. And I walked in, and I'm on the edge of my friggin' seat for an hour. As soon as they set foot into that house, I was engaged, and I, I, I was so into it. So, I wanted to be there too. I yeah. definitely did. I I definitely wanted to, but um, yeah, I was disappointed. And I'm disappointed that you were disappointed. Believe me, <laughs> <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's not it's not fun when everybody's not on the same page. Yeah, no, I was I was incredibly disappointed with the way I felt about. it. I was like, ah, oh, I was I was so looking forward to this one. I thought just... this one might have been the best. Like I was anticipating it being one of my favorites of the year this in 31 and then huh. i saw this and then all the re- reviews i'm hearing about 31 don't get me wrong some people have said they liked it no one liked and it. a yeah. handful have said they loved it you're not gonna like it even i don't think how's that i predict christian will like it the least of all three of us 31 yes you'll probably give it like a six that's my well, call I love like I mean I love House I love Devils and I love Lords of Salem those are my three favorites. I know. So okay. I understand, but I'm you. Okay. I, I bet I'm right again. We'll okay. see. <laughs> right. But yeah, uh, we better get the hell out of here. Yeah, guys. Next time we are back, episode twenty-two, we're gonna have a special guest or two, and twenty-two is a good hint at who the guest may be. Uh, <laughs> it's gonna be October. So that means... Mark Nato. <laughs> Mark Nato. Dave, Dave Rendoni. <laughs> Mark Nato, he'll be here. Rendoni's going to be here. Uh, Mr. Watson's going to be here. And BC. Yeah. <laughs> and TC. Yeah, why not? <laughs> so, but it's going to be October next time we talk to you guys. So you know we got good things planned for the month. I'm not going to tell you what they are. But they're they're cool things. So... We'll see you then. We're going to get out of here. And um, thanks for listening. And again, please subscribe. Oh, and one, one quick thing. Sorry, Dave. I what? will enter those nine names for the contest into a hat and pick two. And I will post it on the group page. And I will private message the two winners as well. But I will give a shout out to everyone who entered. So thank you. Very good. All right. Christian, you got anything you want to say? Good night everybody. There you go. I concur. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next time. I feel like I just killed Dave's dog. Look <laughs> at him. He's so, he, he looks like... He looks so sad. <laughs> I'm not sad. I'm sad we gotta go. That's the only thing I'm sad about. So, another outro. Officially. 
See ya.